Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Product Comedy Hits Channel 99. Vito's in here today. We haven't seen him in a while. It's been like two weeks. Vito, I know you're a big wrestling fan, right? Yeah. Up on the iBang today, on the Interrobang, it's the Lucas Brothers picked their 10 favorite wrestlers of all time. Look at the byline. Look who wrote this piece, Vito. Show them where the byline is. Read that name out loud there. Fez Watley. Fez Watley! That's right. Yeah. His first piece. Lucas Brothers list the greatest wrestlers of all time. All time. Uh, I would have changed that to the Lucas Brothers have some childhood memories and think that they're universal for everybody. <laughs> uh, but we'll get into that later. But good job on that, Fezzy. Your first pick. Now, did you challenge them when they brought these up? Um, there were certain ones that I, d- I mean, there's ones I agree with. There's others where That's it's like, I, I don't asked. know. I did I, challenge. I said, did you challenge? Because I'm not reading between the lines where someone would say to them, what the hell are you talking about, Lucas Brothers? You, this is insane. Who? This is just your own childhood love. And you can see the exact time. You could. <laughs> you don't have to be a detective. This is the exact time in life that you were a little kid. Right there. Yeah. Um, all right, but good stuff, Fezzy. Congratulations. Nice. Thank you. Is this going to be a running thing where you're going to have bylines on the Interbank? This is my new thing. I All think right. it's uh, it's really in my wheelhouse. Fez Watley, Cub Reporter. The house where I keep my wheels. Do you know what your next article is going to be? No, I don't. I had. I think I might have an idea for you. What's that? I think a, a visit to the NBC store and to see why some of these shirts and mugs are still selling after 25 years. It always amazes me when I see stuff from like really old, like a shirt based on uh, like a that's the ticket shirt. I'm like, why? What? Why is that still fucking moving? I don't even know what that's the ticket is. I have a Caroline really? in the city. No, I don't. I don't know. I have a Caroline in the city apron that I just bought last week. Now, I only I, I only would know the one person that was in Caroline in the city. I don't know anybody else. 
I don't know anyone else that co-starred with her. The clearance section in that store is hilarious. The what? The clearance section. <laughs> it's in the back of you. It's like all. It's like they're canceled shows, but like they have stuff that you wouldn't even expect. Like there was that show Outsource that was on for like half right. a season, and I went there like a year ago, and they had like shirts of the company <laughs> that that show was about. Dude, see, there's your next cub reporter article. I love no it. No one has ever done that before. <laughs> <laughs> the outsource thing did not last long because America doesn't want to watch something that takes place in Bangkok or wherever the hell they were. Wait, it was just a white, like a white dude. Managing. Well, white dude, yeah, over there with all them. <laughs> it was, it's, it's like a, it's based on an indie movie. So like, it's got to be like the first like small indie first of all, movie it's Indian, got. not indie. <laughs> Jesus Christ! In, no, like independent movie. No, oh, independent. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Oh, thank fuck. Okay. We were in trouble there. Good. Good. Uh, you're here to help us out with a mess today, huh? Yep. You feel confident in him uh, I while you're on the air? I have all the confidence in Vito. I have a giant heart-filled I, confidence. Are you more confident in, in Vito or Shelby? Vito. Vito or Fez? Vito. Wow. I need my shirt, the, the, the necklace shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. upstairs. Don't worry. We, we got it upstairs. No, for I don't want. He it. likes to have his Ryan Fest necklace shirt. That was like made one at a time for us. Sarah Beth is helping out with us today too. Yeah, she's on the phones, rocking it. I, you know, she's the Sarah Beth from the restaurant around town. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So try to be nice to her. Maybe we'll get some breakfasts on our way. I feel like a dick now. No, yesterday uh, we did a hashtag that went to number one in America. Tom Brady has saggy balls. We all thought it was funny and cute. <laughs> it turns out to be incredibly true. 11 out of the 12 balls were <laughs> deflated. And it looks like in a post-halftime. And... Uh, they think this could mean a big penalty. Yeah, they're saying they might they'll lose draft picks, uh, giant fines. That's what people are uh, surmising at this point. I love that it was 11 out of 12. That means they were going for it hard. Well, even the 12th one was deflated, just not as bad as the other ones. <laughs> they got fucked. They had to rush it. They had to rush the deflation of Does that Does this ball. taint their Super Bowl trip? No, not at all. Would this, if they win, does it make them seem less acceptable? No. It absolutely does. Yes, it's totally tainted. They cheated their way into the Super Bowl. If this was an Olympic sport, they'd be having their medal taken away from them right now. Should they lose? If they, if you found out uh, that this was happening, should they lose that tr championship trophy? Yeah. And it ruins the entire season. Now, another quarterback has come out and said in the past... He not only had the balls tampered with, but he spent money to do it. He spent, some people are saying $7,500, other people are saying 100 but he said, yes, I had the balls tampered with. Um, and should that cost, would that be, a, uh, you know, is that somebody that you should go back in time and take that away, like it was Joe Paterno's wins? Absolutely, yes. Um this is Brad Johnson what? from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> so you really didn't know that, Fez? I had no idea about this. Uh, the New York Daily News said that Brad Johnson admitted paying $7,500 to having the balls doctored before that game. See? It, it's a, I, I would say this is a known thing in the NFL. 
that guys do this all the time, but the cult who intercepted that ball was just pissed at the end of the first half and was, and cried and knocked out to the... He claims it wasn't even him, that somebody else said it. So he said, I didn't fucking feel anything about the ball. How would I know? I mean, I don't think most of us are going to catch a football and think, oh, that seems way off. But if this is such an important thing, why isn't the NFL in charge of the balls? They don't fuck... The umpires have the balls in baseball. And always have. And the umpire will sit and check out a ball. If there's a scuff, he throws it out. And he doesn't blame anybody, by the way. He just goes, slow out, give me another ball. Yeah. And the refs were handling the balls all game, and they didn't fucking notice it. This is ridiculous that people are going crazy. That's a good fucking point. The ref he touches the play. ball every fucking play. How could they not this know? This is babyish. It's insane. Well, Fez Watley is leading to take away Tampa Bay's one and only Super Bowl victory. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You got quiet on that, but that's that's the thing. You see that you have patriot hate, right. not sitting here being a, an actual Solomon-type judge. Uh, David, David, you're on the Ron Fez show. Uh, yes, hey there, Ryan. I want to say you're a social media genius for coming up with the Tom Brady has saggy balls hashtag. The uh, Mike and Mike show, national show, of course, did the uh, shrinkage hashtag, so good work. Well, I, I'm I'm glad that they're learning how to do this. It's nice. It all has to start somewhere. You know what I mean? Shrinkage versus Tom Brady and saggy balls. I'm sorry. Come on. We destroy them. I've seen uh, Seinfeld before, bro. Everybody fucking feels like I'll I'll still drop a Seinfeld reference. There's even oh they're doing the double dip. You double dipped on a fucking commercial today. That bit is twenty fucking years old, and the commercial feels fine just to steal it. Yeah, they don't care. Some fucking commercial executive was like, "I got it. I saw that sign." Did you just like, say a commercial executive? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm... <laughs> Congratulations! We're making you a commercial executive. Here's a cigar and a long car. Thanks. And I also love that the, none of the Patriots give a shit. Tom Brady's laughing at Why all. should they? Gronk is... And by the way, this whole thing, to take their fucking draft picks, so what? If I'm a fucking veteran player, take all the draft picks. I don't want any new guys coming in here. I'm good. It doesn't punish them. They ha If you do a fine, they have all the money in the world. Draft they picks... They got that fucking Gillette money. Hell yeah. I don't think they cared about that 31st pick anyway. But who gives a shit? So if someone said to you, well, would you trade your draft picks for a Super Bowl appearance? Yeah, yeah. I will. Please, please and let me do that. And by the way, it doesn't fucking help. Stop being crybabies. Um, Devin, you're on the Run Fed Show. Hey, how's it going? What's up? So the day before a game, the center and the quarterback usually have the balls and they can get them ready. They can get the scuff, or they can scuff them up get the wax off the ball that's finished, you know and they can get them ready to their liking. After they get them ready, they submit them to the refs. So the refs have the balls before the game. So they saw every ball that they had before the game even started. Apparently they're saying that this may have happened at halftime. The balls get inspected by the refs before the game, and then they hand their balls to the teams. And then the team should be able to do whatever they want with them. Um... It's just dumb. Uh, John in Ohio, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey there, Ronnie B. Uh, it's been about a week since you gave the big cat the stick on the booking. Just wondering how he's doing. Well, he seems to be doing well because only Chris talks to me about bookings. So the loading and bookings is back in Chris's pockets. 
There's there's a bunch of names Fez has to go over with you later. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Let's do it right now on the air. Let's just do it right now on the air. Um, a couple big stories out there today in the world of comedy. Uh, the Moon Tower has announced their lineup. Pretty damn good one. Uh, it looks like they're still in Fez's other nickname. Go to theinterrobang.com to pick up uh, some of the information on that. Russell Brand uh, has told everybody to stop bullying Bruce Jenner, uh, which seems weird that you have to tell someone to stop bullying a, a guy in his mid-60s. Who's like an Olympian. You know? <laughs> Olympic gold uh, medal winner. Uh, because I guess, and I, I don't really follow this, but I guess the gossip rags every day are making fun of what Bruce looks like. Yeah, because the, the, the reports are that he's transitioning to a woman. But, so, you're, but you're saying the reports. Yeah, the In Touch magazine that we talked about. Yeah, but they wouldn't know, right, unless he told them he was. No, they're just making it up. Well, he does seem to be dressing more womanly. Yeah, but he's never made a public statement, and if he, if the media is wanting him to, why would he if this is the kind of attack he gets? Russell Brand goes into the TMZ report about the In Touch magazine. All right, but here's the thing. So you should never uh, talk about what anybody looks like, right? Right. Could someone tell that to every fucking gay guy who feels like they can say what women are wearing when they go to... Uh, uh, a fucking awards banquet and how much they weigh and what they've done with their hair and wh- how stupid their belt is. And who, who they're wearing. Why is it only bullying going one direction? It's a goddamn monopoly on bullying. Fucking gay guys bully the shit out of women until the fact that they starve themselves <laughs> and won't leave the house. And they have to borrow jewelry. Uh, that's the fucking thing that kills me on the red carpet. Oh, your diamonds are great. They're not mine. Uh, someone just gave me them for tonight. Matter of fact, their guard is following me around. <laughs> I had to put a deposit on this. Um, that million-dollar necklace looks great on you. It would look great if I wrapped it around a fucking Doberman pincher. It's nothing <laughs> to brag about. But do you see where I'm coming with that, Fez? Until you sit up here and say, oh, the fucking style network should leave women alone, uh, then stop worrying about Bruce. First of all, Bruce Jenner, Higgs called it, is the Iron Man. 1976, when you win the decathlon, you are the, the greatest athlete in the world. Nobody could shake this fucking guy. Not only... Uh, could he win as a man and also as a woman? Oh, he'd destroy as a woman. It would be great. Today, to yes. I think he'd go in and win that. Yeah, he'd... I don't think anybody could get Bruce Jenner. And Bruce Jenner came in here one day. Uh, I didn't even know about the Kardashians. All I talked to him about was the, the Olympics. To me, that's the most impressive thing you can do. It's the 100 meters. It's the decathlon. You're either the fastest man in the world or... You're the Iron Man. Everything else is, oh, nice. You got a little fucking metal, too. I, I like the biathlon. They ski and shoot. <laughs> Thank you. You put that perfectly. <laughs> you put that perfectly. Thank you. I try. But yeah, I don't think people... I mean, pe- these magazines are being dicks, but 
Whatever, fuck him. But I don't think he cares. Why would Bruce Jenner care? He, I think he's. I would think he's doing exactly what he wants. And if let people talk, let him fucking talk. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I wouldn't know what the fuck they were saying on those in style magazines or who, who, who got him in trouble. In touch. I didn't even know there was a magazine called that. They could be writing bad shit about fucking Vito. No. I wouldn't know it. <laughs> they could write, oh, Vito's hair looks like shit. I guess he's a girl now. <laughs> I wouldn't know it. I don't know. Does he seem like he cares? Well, no. I mean, it's not like he's trying to change his look to appease them. Well, I will tell you this. I'm on fucking Bruce Jenner's side. If he wants to... Is he getting rid of his penis? See, nobody knows any of this. He's never said well, anything let me come out about say it. That. Let me come out. I back him with a penis or without a penis. Lock my vote in. All right. It's locked. Where are you? Yeah. If he, if he has like a fake vagina, sure. Vito? I'm with it. There we have it. We're all on Bruce Jenner's side. Good. Russell Brand's doing good work then. What? He didn't change my mind. I always had that fucking mind. He changed this guy mine. never need. Changed mine. Look, he he's got the gold for the USA. I say the guy shouldn't even. You shouldn't be able to even charge him for a beer anywhere for the rest <laughs> of his life. Just come in. Wait, sorry, Mister Jenner. We're, your money's no good here. Here. No, because it's Confederate money. <laughs> your money's no good here because you because <laughs> you went and drew uh, necklaces on all the presidents. What does he look like now? Uh, this is what he looks like now. I just see a dude with long hair and no neck. <laughs> and I guess he's trimmed the nose down. But here's the thing. You're never allowed to say what somebody looks like? You're not allowed to go on... Uh, well, I wouldn't want uh, someone going on TMZ with the entire staff pointing and laughing at pictures of him. That's exactly what the gay guys do when that fucking big girl from Girls tries to go out somewhere. Oh, they just tear apart Lena Dunham. What is that, burlap? I'm sorry, is that a sack of potatoes or a sack of shit? They let the cow off the farm. Has somebody forgotten how to barf? Because she needs to drop a couple. And that supposedly is great and fun and, and cool. Yeah. Then, you know, I think Bruce Jenner... I don't know. To me, he looks like anybody from South Carolina. <laughs> I don't see the fucking difference. <laughs> I never fucking saw that he was getting... I, what, how did this start? Was it just these fucking magazines just saying, like, yeah, he's going to become a chick? It, well, his hair got long, so people started thinking he wanted to be a woman. It looks like he may have had some plastic surgery. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, that he could does. Be, he's, he's admitted to that. And when he came in here, it looked like he had his nose all thinned out and all that. But a lot of fucking people do this. I live on the Upper East Side. He looks like any woman up there. You don't stop and make a big deal out of it. You it, just keep on fucking moving. In fucking Hollywood. Everyone is getting plastic surgery all the time. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, and they're getting fake long hair sections. It's long hair and fucking plastic surgery. You know, he wears pantsuits. He puts on some makeup. I saw fucking Bowie in the 70s. None of this impresses me. <laughs> I was at the fucking low tour. What are you going to tell me? Um. Oh, all right, but I'm on. I'm on uh, Bruce Jenner's side. What else is bothering you, Fez? What else is out there rattling Fez's fucking monkey cage today? I go Kevin Hart saying he will never play a gay character. 
Well, don't you guys also get mad if a straight guy plays a gay character? Don't you always say a gay guy should have got that role? No, us straights could just never fucking win. I'll tell you right now, the funniest fucking gay guy in America is straight. It's that fucking dude on uh, Modern Family. He's funny as shit. What's his name? Fizbo or whatever? Fizby? What his clown name? Yeah, his clown name? It's Fizbo. Fizbo is fucking funny. So, what are you saying? You want Kevin Hart to play gay? Kevin Hart, it just has a little man complex, and he's oh. throwing it towards gayness. But that's an attack on hiatus. That's You're being a hiatist. Good God, man. That's his You can't own. be a shortest, though. That's the same thing. I'm not a shortest. I like Kevin Hart. The fact that you say a little man complex. Isn't that what that's called? By the way, at most, you're two or three inches taller than Kevin Hart. Most. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, and I'm going to be totally honest now. I'm going to stop fucking around. Kevin Hart is going for movie stardom, right? Yeah. If you're going for movie stardom, you got to give the people the same thing over and over and over. He can't do a lot of things if he wants to be a movie star. He's not an actor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a comedian first, and he can't fuck with that. You know, I get that he can't play gay. What he, what he should have said is, oh, if the right character's there, I'll definitely play gay. And then people like you would have just fucking ignored it. But he's being straight up saying, I don't want to play gay. You gotta appreciate him being honest. Look, a lot of these guys, if you're a fucking movie star, you can't allow yourself to get beat up in a movie. Like, I remember when David Carradine said, I can't get beat up in a fucking movie. Because then nobody will come to see my next movie. I don't want to look at a pussy. Right. That's, what I'm, that's not what I'm selling here, people. Most of these things are all just bullshit. Arnold Schwarzenegger only gets seen in one really thin thing, and people buy into it. So Kevin Hart is probably right from that thing. He can't shake out of the Kevin Hart persona. Well, he's saying he would be too self-conscious if someone thought about if people thought he was gay. So that just sends a message out to any of his young fans: be self-conscious about people thinking you're gay. Oh, you take it a little too serious, dude. What would you do if people started thinking you were gay? Finally be relieved? I would be fine with it. I am gay. Mm, A lot of people think you're not. What's going on over there, Tapey? What are you fucking doing? Sending a note to our booking department about the fishbowl. That's all. That's Fez's thing now. Okay. You're load boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just getting those loads out after the show every day. Here's what I want you to do. Yeah. Get Shelby in his nap nap, and then you do the loadout work. <laughs> <laughs> you used to have somebody uh, 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 like you, right? Yeah. Where people used to be there for you. Yeah. No more. Now I'm just... Now Nobody I'm, will help you with the loadout. Dude, I'm the dude from the road, except I don't have that little kid with me. Like, my entire family's dead. I'm just fucking dodging cannibals. You found that can, though. There's some Fizzy. juice in it. <laughs> I think if I was around for the road, I'd just fucking kill myself. Why, day why one. bother? I, day one. That's his wife did. Yeah. She made the smart move. Fuck this. What I gotta do? Go to Florida to dodge radiation? What I do, A, get a crossbow. <laughs> What are you doing? Knock everything down. <laughs> Mars works so hard on that. I know. There you go. It's fixed. Crossbows are very useful. 
They are very useful. Yeah, I mean, look, you kill somebody with a crossbow, you take the arrow back, reuse it, kill somebody else. Mm. I didn't think of it that way. Oh, yeah. Can you have that arrow back? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to dig the arrow out of the person. <laughs> Bolts are too one and done. Coen brothers are going to be the jury presidents for Cannes, uh, which the Cannes Film Festival. Now, here's the problem with that. They're going to have to just say this. We've decided our movies are better than all your movies. You guys know that, right? All you people together don't make as good of movies as me and my brother. We're actually, we're going to give ourselves a couple of Grand Prix retroactively. Because we felt we got fucking shafted a few times. And they won before, though. Yeah. They won for Inside Lewin Davis. I thought that they won for... Um, uh, they won the Palm d'Or for Barton Fink. That's the big one. That's, yeah, that's, that's the big that's the one. What did the one that they win for Lone Davis? Uh, the Grand Prix Prize. I think it's just below the Palme d'Or. I wouldn't want that then. Here, and the silver medal goes to... I guess good work, Coen Brothers. Try harder next time. Um, weird picture up there, too, of the fake baby in American Sniper. Now, uh, I... Dead. I, I watched this thing. I don't know why. Why does why does Clint Eastwood go for the fake robot baby when they can just go real baby? Well, you can only shoot a real baby for so long, right? Maybe they fucked up those scenes. Twins. Are the who's what, what twins do we got on TV? Are all the little kids twins? Like is the little Vietnamese baby on Modern Family Twins? No, because they replaced her. She like they like skipped her. They did that thing they do in like every sitcom where like one year is a baby and then like two years later it's like three years older. Yeah. Originally it was twins, but now it's not twins. Well, maybe one of the twins died. That would suck. Like that show Raising Hope that was on. That was that was a pair of twins. I didn't know that. You know, you should write a book about twins in Hollywood. Freak twins in Hollywood. <laughs> Lucas brother, greatest wrestlers of all time. Fez, you should have had a rebuttal on each one of those. What are they talking about? It's to me, it seems like a lot of crazy talk. Because it's just yeah. attitude error. Yes, it's very tight in there. I wouldn't even do that. The fucking guys, <laughs> the guys have never even heard of Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair. Never heard of the Iron Sheik. You know what I'm doing Sunday? Going up to Philly for the Royal Rumble. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, do you get a sign? Nah. Um, you gotta make a sign. And when you make a sign, it just says, wrestle him. And just <laughs> <play that. laughs> wrestle him. <laughs> Where are your seats at? Ringside? Not at ringside. Um, like, you know, like floor seats when you're actually at like an event, like so that first row up. Well, you're gonna be a fucking the, yeah. You're gonna be South Street. I'm by the ramp. Yeah. Why don't you do this? From your fucking seat, you'll be able to see your house back there in fucking Manhattan. No, it's the first. No, it's I'm the only first, kidding. Dude, I'm pumped. I can't wait. Why don't you try to get in the fucking ring? I might. Yeah. Storm, storm that fucking. Number thirty-one. <laughs> I think Mike Lawrence is coming in to talk it this week, right? Yeah. We can get into Lucas Brothers a little bit too. Then should be strong. Yeah. I mean, Royal Rumble, next to WrestleMania, it's the only fucking Rumble. It's the only paper. <laughs> I'm telling. Better than WrestleMania. 
WrestleMania is a fucking joke. I don't like that they have like two fucking main events now. It's bullshit. They have like four, dude. Um, it's like out, four hours. I've been out the game for a while. I, don't know. I wish hours. they would just do the fucking Rumble first and then forget everything else. I love the Rumble. They like bring back old guys. Yeah, it's fucking great. Last year, Kevin Nash came out and like he couldn't even walk and like they threw him out the ring and he just Diesel? Kinda, yeah. Oh, you don't do you don't Big pop pop a pump. <laughs> what was he before Diesel? Um, he was uh, Oz. And then he had like he was like the Razor Man or some wasn't that a weird thing. Vinny Vegas. Vinny Vegas. He was uh, Big Daddy Cool, but that was Diesel. Yeah, Oz, Big Daddy Cool. Oz, that's probably the one I was thinking of. Yeah, he came out in like a like with like a turban and like an old yeah. man rubber mask. It was fucking craziness. <laughs> and then he took it off and he was. And he had green hair. That's pretty cool. Can't beat it. I mean, that's why he's on top of the fucking world right now, isn't it? Hey, Andrew in Jersey. What's up, buddy? Hey, Ronnie B. You guys are moving fast. Going back like six uh, stories ago. Yeah, we're moving real back. fucking fast today. <laughs> uh, back in the day, up, they accused yes. Ray Guy of putting helium in the uh, footballs so he can kick it like 10 yards farther than everybody else. I saw fucking Ray Guy just fucking, the ball just stayed in the air once. <laughs> They have a little smile on it, like a balloon. Yeah. I was just watching it go away. I'm like, there it is. I was just running <laughs> through the parking lot. I still see it. I still see it. Well, his average was like 10 yards farther than everybody else. He's the only fucking punter in the Hall of Fame. He was the greatest of all time. Um, no one else has even come close to him to this day. He went to the Hall of Fame as a punter. As a punter. And you know what all the fucking linemen and quarterbacks said? What'd they say? Finally. Because he was devastating. They should have cut his leg off. Not only could he hang the ball up there forever, but he could fucking cough and corner kick it. He was amazing. He had nerves of steel. Like our own Fez Watley. You got a big day coming up later on today, right? You got two of your nemesis stopping in here. Uh, Hosp. Yuck. And Mikey D. Gross. What's your plan? Oh, I'm, a, I'm so above them. They're, they're, uh, maybe, maybe I'll just block the door and keep them from coming in. What, what, how do you think he's going to handle it, Chris? <sighs> I think, I think Fez Watley's big John Stud, and he's going to fucking wipe the floor. I got two words for you. What's that? Possum. Oh. It's become Fez's thing is just to lock and let it all happen around him. Almost like a rape? No, the old Fez Watley would have stopped the mud hole in their asses and walked it dry. Dumping beer on top of their fucking heads. Yeah. Making them feel like shit. But I don't think he goes up for it today. I think he stays down low. I told Fez I could get him like a gun, so that he, he, I wouldn't have it loaded, but he could just pull it on them to just freak them out. Why not just load it? <laughs> right, uh, Anderson, uh, Matt Anderson wrote to me, and he says the fake baby was real at one point. For the videos, everyone they said they had a real baby, but it was throwing up, and the second option never showed up, so they just grabbed the fucking fake baby. Well, let me, everyone's bringing up that it's a fake baby. Yeah. It's also a fake rifle. 
But the fake baby looks really fake. The, fa- the fake rifle looks more... The fake rifle is more realistic than the fake baby. That's your opinion. Yeah. Every time I see him shoot somebody, I go, fake, really? fake blood, fake. I do that all through a movie. They're not actually having sex, no matter what is going on up there. <laughs> They're not in space. That's a studio in Burbank. I like to fuck up everybody's movie for them. A lot of people come over and say thank you to me. Really? They're like, I didn't even know some of that shit. Surprised you even get let in the theaters anymore. Um, it's America. Eric, you're on the Run and Fed show. Hey, Ronnie, whatever happened to the coffin corner, man? I feel like that's a lost art. It's all about getting the guy to fair catch it inside the Yeah, it all became about the fair catch, the coffin corner. I guess they just decided that the the percentages were just way too low. But that's what all the guys used to go to, just to hit right in that corner and have it bounce out of bounds at the one. And it used to be a pretty exciting play. Now it's like, I'm going to fake that I fair catch duck and then let guys dive and try to slap the ball back. It's a clusterfuck out there. Fez, what would your wrestling name be if you were in a fucking handicap match today against Hospin Mikey D? Um, Big Fez Watley. That's good. I didn't even fucking think of that. Big Fez Watley. Maybe like Dump Truck. No, Big Fez Watley. You take the name Fez Watley, and you put Big before it. (laughs) I thought it was going to be Small Fez Watley, but if it's Big Fez Watley. Hey, you're being a sizist. Uh, (laughs) Never meant to come off that way. David, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fez, it should be Big Power Bottom. That'd be a powerful name. Hey, Fezzy, when's the last time you've been flying? Watch that sketchy uh, landing video right before you go flying next time. It's pretty good. Why would you try to make him nervous? Come uh, on. Sam. <laughs> People just want to get in his kitchen. Sure. They know he's got a big battle today. I think you ought to mouth bang them both. I'll teach him a lesson. No one's gonna stop him. I watch that shit go down. I'll be applauding. I'll fucking stand at the door to make sure no security gets in here. <laughs> and we should open up the, the the drapes just so people can see it happening. The fact that you even say that we have drapes <laughs> is the gayest thing I've heard <laughs> in quite a long time. Couldn't think of the word curtains, so I went with drapes. Here, give me that so it stops clicking. Thanks. Uh, we need a break now, or we take it to uh, top of the hour? We take it to top of the hour. Because I don't get any hand signals from you anymore. Taking it to the top of the hour. I'm waiting for word from our booking department, and then I will tell us the break. But here's the deal, dude. Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to be booking guy. I know. You're the load boy. <laughs> You've taken Shelby's job and Fez's job. Yeah. Yes, I have. I'm just, I'm like a hybrid load boy booking dude. <laughs> this got, is my load boy slash booker. Um, what exactly does a load boy do? He, <laughs> he, lo- <laughs> he loads. He handles all the loads of the show. <laughs> He's juggling a lot of loads up there. There's a video up where it says Obama keeps it 100. <laughs> now, I didn't even bother... 
watching the State of the Union last night. Did you watch it? I I didn't see. I didn't see it. Yeah. Does that make me a bad American? No, it makes you a good American. All right, cool. All right, now I feel good about myself. I mean, if I would have had tickets, I'd have went. Sure. But, you know, they're saying I'm not in the Senate or the Congress. <laughs> so I said, neither are you, motherfucker. You're just a goddamn security guard with a plastic badge. Who are you to stop me from seeing my president? Kiss my ass. Our taxes pay for your... Hey, bro. Listen, I pay your paycheck. Why do you call everybody bro? I started doing it um, ironically, and now I do it. It's, it's invaded my speech. Take brother. Uh, take, let's go back to brother like Hulk Hogan. All right. Look here, brother. There's some guys at meetings that really call you brother all the time, too. Like, hey, brother. Welcome, brother. Have you been here before? I'm like, who are you? Fucking Jesus of Nazareth? Or just a guy that used to do meth? We're all brothers, right? That's the word out there. Hey, sister. See, you can't get away with sister like you can with brother. I think well, black people can. I think a white guy can tell, what's up, brother? But a white guy can't say, what's up, sister? Because I think it's too I, racial. I can't. No. No, you can keep it like it's um, some kind of like middle-of-the-country Baptist. Ah. That's smart. I didn't even think of that. Plus, I call a lot of women Sister Christian after that fucking great song. Oh, yeah. And your motor's in! What's that band that does that? Night Ranger. It would really be funny to go to a Night Ranger show and just keep yelling Sister Christian the whole time. And they're like, hey, dude, you know we're going to get to it. No, every song should be it. No, don't play anything but Sister Christian. You know that's what we want to hear. If I was them, I'd be trying to see if we can get everybody uh, to come in and recreate the fucking firecracker scene. <laughs> We'd be a small Asian boy. From Boogie Nights. <laughs> I need an Iraqi. Small Asian dude. I need some fireworks. You're a big black guy with a gun. Two wired out coke heads. Where you going? What you looking for? You know there she is. She's graduating. It's true. Could you imagine the producer when he's like? Wait, where did you guys get this song from? Did you steal it? I've heard the rest of the album. You must have fucking taken this from a really fucking snappy pop band. This came from you. There's the sister right there. Turn this shit down. This is driving me nuts. It's not fucking 1983. All right, this is the 90s now. We're in the fucking grunge. I wonder if anyone has ever said, my favorite band, I guess it's Night Ranger. <laughs> I, someone has to have said that before. Um, I don't know. I like Aerosmith, Night Ranger, and... <laughs> you Night think Ranger someone fan. Did? I guess if I met them. I guess if I met him and slept with him, I might say, yeah, not a kid from one of them. I might say, Night Ranger, but that was only until they left. And then I go like this. I was just, you know, not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but no, Night Ranger's not my favorite band. I just had a kid with him. It's for the kid, really. Yeah. 
And that kid was born with no eye sockets. Oh, my God. Has eyes, but no eye sockets. Oh! That'd be the weirdest ever. Just to hanging out of, like, just your face, of the skin. I think it's impolite to ask, Chris. I want to know now of the person without sockets, but they got the, the eyeballs. You know what? What? You got the tears for fears, fucking hair. Yeah, you should be our fucking lead singer. Take the hat off. Sure. That fucking hair is perfect. Thank, thank you. That haircut should be called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. That should be the name of your haircut. Can I get the everybody? I bet I can make you a fucking haircut model. I would love to be a haircut model. You ought to be in the fucking band Haircut 100. That should be your fucking scene. You guys know I'm meant to do this, right? Oh, fucking uh, haircut model? This doesn't seem like a real life. This band should have been bigger, huh? That sounds like shit. You're running two at the same time. Does anybody have on headphones? I close it out. We're good. No, it's too late. You don't fucking go for your... It, it would be like if there was a musical cue that something was supposed to be hit on it. Yeah. And you missed it by four seconds. Yeah. Then you don't go back to it. Yeah, you can't. But you both were wearing phones, right? Yeah. I hope you don't feel like this is where our head's going to be when there's a handicap match in here at two o'clock. No. No, this thing's going to be fucking tight. Tight and on point. Fez, you want to practice a little bit? Me and uh, Hicks will play the part of um, Mikey D and Hosp. Who do you want to be? I want to be Hosp. Sure. Okay. I'll be Mikey D. Okay. Hey, Fez, thanks for bringing us in the studio, dick. Uh, you know, he hasn't brought me in in a long time, I right, Fezzy? Since back there in D.C., when you panicked... You can't take it from us, Fez. You gotta, you know what I mean. You yeah, I'm, I'm panicking. Sorry, it's just us. Hey, Fez, we're not really gonna lay you out for real. That stupid idiot Chris never got back to me. Great. Wait, you're not gonna talk Chris to me? Chris is fucking. Chris is jealous of how close I am with Ron, so he doesn't do shit. Yeah, you're right, Mikey. You are close to Ron. Hey, Fez, screw you. Hey, Fez, are you just gonna sit there when we say shit? Fez, I'll probably flip you off. I wouldn't be able to respond to that if he's going to probably flip me off someday. I can't handle that, Fez. I'm going to leave then. I had no idea there was a probability of flipping off. I need a drink. I'm hot. He doesn't drink a lot, does he? I don't think so. <laughs> you suddenly made it seem like he's an alcoholic. My personality is merging with his now. Mikey, I'm Mikey D. Fez, did I tell you I'm dating Lenae now? <laughs> You're not answering at all, Fezzy. Something's completely wrong with you. You seem to be locking up. I'm worried, seriously, I'm worried that our last practice before the game, that our quarterback is just standing there. Oh, boy. It's, not it's going almost well. like you're in the shotgun position. The ball's hiked back and hits you with the chest, and you stand there. You're going to get sacked, dude, by Haas. I mean, I get that you might probably flip them off, and that'll fucking get their asses when they see that bird staring straight at them. But this is it, Fuzz. It's coming up. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? What's your strategy? What's the strats? What's the stratosphere, dude? <laughs> Why am I doing all the talking? Why are you just staring at me? What's the Trish me? Stratus? <laughs> Bring it back to that Lucas Where's the problem? Trish of the dish, right? You know what I mean? What's the dish network on this going to be? Huh? You dishing? Yeah. Is this the fucking network? Are you mad as hell? Not going to take it anymore? 
You gonna raise hell? Gonna raise hell? Is this hell's bells? Is that where you are with this? Is that the thing? You just come out with your left down like this? Fuck both you guys. I'm probably gonna flip you off. Is that your deal? You gotta fucking come up with something better than that. I think this is gonna get better, though. So don't, you know, it's not permanent. Well, don't worry about it. This fucking thing in another two or three weeks is gonna be just fine. Well, straight itself out. Is that, is that what you're looking for here? Tell me. Look at Jr. He was recovered perfectly. What's the story with Jr.? You never see him around anymore. I believe he just started a podcast. Really? Yeah, Jr. I believe Jr. Got a podcast. Is there an American without a podcast? No. No, there isn't. The Ross Report. That's it. It's the Ross Report. He uh, shares his, uh, brings his incredible celebrity roster of friends, his inside analysis of today's wrestling stars and storylines, and you to his weekly discussion of everything squared circle. Where are you going, Big Cat? I gotta get the fishbowl set up. Okay. Why wouldn't you let us know? I'm gonna go over there now. Okay. I'm worried about you on the, on the two for once. Never even looks back. I'm starting to worry about Fez. He's in the state today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> we were just trying to help him go in all those different directions. Yeah, it's fun, though. You know, I, I thought it was we almost got through to him with the Bell's palsy thing. Because he was acting like he had it when fucking Mikey D and Hosp, the characters, were in here. Yeah, well, I don't know. Let me fucking totally honest here. I'm a little nervous about this battle today. He doesn't seem to be himself. No, he should be stronger, though. Because I, I know he's on the phone when Mikey's on there. He just fucking hates him. I know. But he's got to be able to take him to Shakedown Street. Turn him into his little bitch. The biatch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking B. Arthur. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I got you. Come in here, Aunt B. Mayberry time. Stay just laying down. Man, but maybe that's the thing. Bad practice, good game. Okay. Like, get it out of the system now, and then when it's time. Uh, Rob Little would like a little shout-out playing the Skyline Comedy Cafe in Appleton, Wisconsin. Thursday through Saturday. Check them out. It's a very well-known club. And, of course, Rob Little, always really, really funny. Um, cool. See if we can do a... Now uh, I see. I see him. Let's give him, like, a little retweet, a little RT. Retweet is like you take a treat, a tweet, and you re it. Yeah, and you let everyone else know about because you just retweeted the tweet. Right. Don't fucking favor it. What good's that supposed to do for me, dude? It does nothing any good. You know, I got that from uh, Gary one day. He's like, I don't get it. I mean, somebody are gonna favor you? What's the fucking point? I don't care that you favor it. Retweet it. And I just said to him, this is like doing a commercial in here. And I go like this. Jeffrey, I got no fucking idea what you're talking about, but it sounds crazy. 
I just don't want to be favored. I want to be retweeted by people. Acknowledge me with a retweet. I put you in my column. Give me some love, goddammit. This isn't fucking Shakedown Street. This is Gurian Town. The place Grand of Gurian love. Gurian City. Imagine if he, he should be the mayor of New York, Jeffrey Gurian. He should run on, hello, I must be Gurian. And it just looks like he's Scurian, but he's Gurian. <laughs> People would love it. That the taxes are too, the rent's too damn high. Guy got on there. Why couldn't Gurian? Yeah. Gurian should be on that fucking panel. Why not Scurian with Gurian? Gus in Kansas. Ronnie, in what world can a co-host say it's Mike and Mike, and something needs to be done, and the fucking co-host gets up right after the show starts and leaves to go set up a fucking fishbowl? That's not his fucking job. He needs to be on there with you. What the fuck's up with that? Well, I think a lot of time one of the mics will get up and go in the other room and start setting up chairs. <laughs> I think Jesus that happens. Christ. It's just the way it is. In yeah. places. Well, it's not like, right. I think Anthony's just it's setting up chairs people. now, and he'll be back. Wow. I might be doing some shows with Oak next week, oh. which might be giving you guys a little break. Because why should I do both shows? Double and down? Or no double, double indemnity. I always like double indemnity. Indemnity? Yeah. Indemnity? Do you don't like doubling down? I double down all the time. What about Dublin, Ireland? You fucking crazy about that? I would like to go one day, sure. What about Kathy, Ireland? That, oh, I'll, She means nothing to you? Oh, she means everything. That was like when I was a little kid, one of the first like, like supermodels I don't recognized. Don't tell me who you batched to. That's Sorry. disgusting. Oh. Well, Kathy. I hate when people go, oh, I jerk. That's the first person I ever jerked to. So glad you brought that up. Just saying. Just saying doesn't oh. fucking make it any easier to hear. I, no, I, no more. No more. I only talk. No mas. <laughs> no mas. I only talk about loads in the work sense. Um, you know, hands of stone ought to open up a must like a place called No Mustard or something. You know what I mean? No yeah. mas. He's got some sort of play on that. But I don't know if I go to a place that has no mustard. I'd be pissed. Well, you know, if it was grilled cheese sandwich place, right. you don't want any mustard on that, do you? You're much of a freak? Maybe. I'll just give it a try. When Fez, like, maybe I'll give you the bird, was the fucking craziest thing yet. I felt weird when he said that. I know. <laughs> Why didn't I just say fuck you, you know? That's true. Um, Greg in New Hampshire, how you doing, buddy? Hey, what's going on, boys? Hey, Ronnie, yeah, speaking of Shakedown Street, uh, wonder if you and uh, Pepper heard about the core four members of the Grateful Dead getting together with Trey and uh, Bruce Hornsby for a big 4th of July blowout at Soldier's Field, three shows. It's going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Uh, Pepper don't know shit about it because he's not even a fish fan. I am a fish fan. I got fan. a nice long email and forwarded that to you today. Yeah, I got so You that. don't know fucking shit. I do know shit. All right, I know plenty about fish. All right, I didn't and realize you they said were... that you even the day that you said that you were doing the balloons. Yeah. Uh, you said you walked by a. a uh, yeah, it was. A a, it was. Show. It was. All right. First of all, it was the fucking one of the New Year's runs a few years ago. And I'm sorry I didn't go to every goddamn show. See, this is the problem with fucking fish fans. Is oh, <laughs> easy, you've, Pepper. You've, easy. you've only. I'm not yeah. talking to you, dude. No, you are talking to him, and you're talking to every fucking fish fan. Yeah, you scumbag fish fans. I'm sorry I haven't gone to 250 fucking shows Pepper, and makes me a real fan. No, you're what's, you're with the problem with the fish fan base. 
Pat, how about this? Uh, they they went old school mail order with it today. Was there, or yesterday? Uh, you had to go three by five uh, cards, like old school Grateful Dead mail order. And uh, if you uh, decorated the outside of your envelope, you had to put a Sazy in there. Also, Ronnie, can you believe that shit? Yeah. They're going to send it back out old school. I heard post offices around the country were jammed with freaks yesterday. I love it, man. It's cool. Yeah, I really love that. I wonder if Janice will make those shows. I would love. I would think that Janice is going to be on stage with uh, maybe playing harmonica. <laughs> maybe we could get her to be a correspondent. <laughs> oh, I would. I would definitely do that. <laughs> Peace. You don't like the dead at all, huh? Yes, of course I like the dead. But it's just these people attack me for not going to enough fish shows. But it's it's. I've had this problem when I was going on fish tour. If you don't go on enough shows, people just shit on you. You know what's funny is like I saw the dead in the in the seventies, and everyone's like, "Do these people understand that the sixties are over? What are they gonna?" And I, I swear <laughs> to God, and every decade that I would see them, everybody would say the same shit. Like, when are they gonna? And here they are. It's fucking twenty fifteen, and you watch. You're gonna go there, and it's gonna look like nineteen sixty nine. Of course it is, man. There's gonna be some fucking seventy year old woman just shirt off, just oh, dancing yeah. in a circle. That's right, doing this hippie dance. Just, just did we put around. up the thing today that the guy dancing the fucking bluegrass? It's the funniest shit you'll ever see in your life. I didn't see it go up. I don't know, there's something about a guy losing it to a fucking concert that doesn't seem like it's worth losing it, though, that always slays me. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, nothing wrong with what? You haven't even seen it. I know. But I just, I'm just getting these people are coming out of the woodwork to attack me. <laughs> One fucking dude. It's Let you know before. that you're a fucking lying barrel of shit. I'm not a lying barrel You're not barrel a fish shit. fan. You're it, a fucking poser. I ain't no poser. No big deal. Models pose. Chris, you ought to be fucking proud of yourself. Yo, a model will pose. You ought to start working the fucking runway. It's fish shows. First of all, there is no runway. These angel wings that I'm wearing right now, <laughs> you can get for $325. <laughs> this glow stick is available. Had a free hot dog stand. <laughs> And this is some custom glass. Uh, before we start this Grateful Dead slash Fish show, you're going to see a runway modeling show. <laughs> First of all, check out the tears for fears hair on this gentleman. Hey, everybody. Bung, 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 bung. You got fucking caught posing. I got That's caught. That's good, dude. No, it's not. You know why? Because I wasn't posing in the first place. No, I just look bad. You know what's fucking great? What? You don't have to spend the time being a real thing. You could just pose. I admire that. I'm genuine, all right? I'm a person with interests and likes. You are a genuine poser. Bullshit. These, these people are just haters. It's literally what they are. They're haters. But haters don't gotta hate. Haters gotta hate. Oh, I thought they didn't have to. No, they have to, and they drink Haterade. Hmm? Like Gatorade, but hate. Bang, 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 bang. That's the fucking sound in your barbershop <laughs> when somebody comes in. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. You don't know this song, and you're trying to find it, aren't you? That's right. Yep, I am. <laughs> I feel bad for you. Posing all this time, you're fucking posing as a real Tears for Fear fan. All right, are you oh, got this me is this on that. thing. Look on CNN, 
the woman I think they're down in Baltimore. Yeah. The kids walked home from the park a mile, and the parents got slapped with some kind of neglectful parenting. Yeah, like child services like got called into it. And, and they actually have a name for someone who would do that. It's called free-range parenting. Like, the fucking kids are chickens, and they're well, organic. you know that this is new. Yeah, it's, it is new, yeah. then I had free-range parents. I ran around my neighborhood of, of willy-nilly. Like there was nothing. Like there was, I had no goddamn. Your dick was out. No, no. Or were you just posing? No, I wasn't posing. What you do? Have a dildo coming on the side of your pants? Nasty. No, not as a child. As an adult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and so this woman's getting her balls busted. Because, oh. Yeah, she is, dude. You mean ovaries? She, or are you just posing that you're a gynecologist? <laughs> well, I think. Why you dress up as a fucking dentist and go out to a bar? What do you guys? Do you guys need some gas? I'll fucking work on you for free. Do you think that the only point to be the dentist that people go there just to get gas, nothing else? It's pretty cool. But the whole thing about walking, like my whole neighborhood, walked to school, and on our walk there was on this long, crazy, weird drive there. There were no sidewalks, so we basically walked <laughs> in the street. All the way to school from first to fourth grade, and nobody thought it was like a big fucking deal. Because it wasn't. It's not. I don't know. Four kids on my street died, and oh. I'm not making that up. That, well, you had free range parents. That's we what was did. going on. Which is odd. But it's weird that you can't tell your kids, yeah, walk down to the park and have fun, and then later walk home. I would take the subway by myself as That's a kid. weird. What age? Uh, I think it was... Three? No. Like fourth or fifth grade, I would start taking uh, the Come subway on, are you posing it? You did I'm that? not posing I swear to God, my dad would walk me to the train station, put me on a train, and I would fucking go and then meet my mom where she would get off work because uh, he had to do something at night. God knows what. You know what. what he had to do. He had to tie off. He had to, yeah, he had something to do. He had something to take care of. I'm sure it was very important business. There's no problem. It's all going to Manhattan. It's fun. Steven in Virginia. Yeah, um, if Pepper's going to be a model, I was wondering how long does a centaur have to practice to not fall off the runway? Oh, give me a break. When uh, he's a model, it'll be the first model that's just sitting on a lazy boy. <laughs> hey, they got to know you know, how people are going to look at him. Posers. People, cares if they, people care about that. You should just do modeling, but you're drunk the whole time. <laughs> Chris Stanley's drunk pants. They have drunk history. Why not drunk modeling? You know, you're fucking around, but I, I really will do that one night. That we just get a drunk thing and a runway? Just put, like, uh, some mattress mattresses next to the fucking runway so no one, like, cracks their fucking skull open. No, I think just the opposite. I think that we just have nailed boards all day on the <laughs> it's outside. It's a hardcore match? Yeah. <laughs> if you happen to fall off, fuck you. You're the one who screwed up. You can't maintain, right, bro? Why don't you say it into the mic? Running a few minutes late. Okay. No problem, dude. That was the last message I got. From who? The uh, booking department. Fez? Has he done any of the booking? Uh, I've forwarded a bunch of stuff to him. I know he hasn't brought it up to you yet. Is it driving you crazy? Every I, day I, is it driving I, you nuts? And I was I, I, like, why don't you email Ron? I email Ron sometimes about possible bookings, and I guess he has an email. Have you gotten any emails? No, he doesn't want to bother me. He says, I don't want to bother you if you were on. Hey, Veets, come on in. A Beats. Big Vito. A Beats. Big bad Vito. I love this kid. He's a good man. Huh? <laughs> you get all your folks in? They are waiting in the lobby. Okay. 
checked them all in, did a little attendance roll call. You fucking locked it all in. Yeah. Cool. Good. I'd like to hear that, Vito. They were like, we're so pumped that you're the guest on Unmasked. And I was like, wait, guys. That's not the case. I would just sit down and do it like a pre-show <laughs> with Vito. You still with your chick? Yep. A lot of people were predicting it ain't going to last. That's a fair assumption. 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 Turning into assumption. Assumption. You guys ever have big fights? Oh yeah, I'm living together. You hit I'm her? the worst to live with. No. Oh yeah, my mom did everything for me, so like I don't know what I'm doing. Like, Your mom loves you. Mom loves me. She texted me today. What she said. She was like, "Why did you text me yesterday?" And I was like, "Cause <laughs> it's was, every day." Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm supposed to. It's a lot. So I was like, "Look, I fell asleep last night, at like 9 p.m. I'm sorry." <laughs> if you could get away with it, would you marry your mom? No. I don't Date? Know. No. She's if crazy. you could she's, get away with she's it, she's fucking crazy. Like my girlfriend's crazy, but my mom is a whole different level. Who's better in bed, though? I don't know. Right now, it's a toss-up. <laughs> You go either way. You know, it's a push him like this. Is there any line on the Super Bowl? Uh, I saw yesterday it was uh, Pats minus one, which is still basically a... Yeah, it's a push. Yeah. Who are you picking? I, I, I want the Pats to win. And I don't know why. I just don't... I don't like seeing teams win two times in a row. But you Don't you don't want to see fucking a dominating team? I want to see one team win three times in a row because I've never seen that in my life. Has it ever been done? Not the Super Bowl, no. Yeah, but my the, friends, yeah. they bent to three in a row, bent two, but fucked up. Uh, but no one's ever won. Who Buffalo? Buffalo did, and I think the Dolphins went to three in a row and won two of them. Could be wrong about that though. Did Buffalo win any of them? No. Not one. That sucks. Buffalo's got That's the worst. fucking donut for themselves. Don't worry, they got Rex Ryan now though. That's right. And I'm, he's talking I'm, about bringing uh, Mark Sanchez to Buffalo. They'd love to have him. That's all well, his that's wa- because him and his wife uh, like to fucking... All she has to do is paint the yeah. green blue now. She's just like... Yeah, she's good. She's got nothing to worry about. They like to fucking menage him. I love Rex Ryan. I miss him. Yeah, uh, like, just, you can see him the same amount you did before. He'll yeah. still be on TV. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you live with him. No, what I mean, like I'm gonna text miss, him every day. I'm gonna like miss him as a Jets coach. Like I, I liked him. I don't know why they would fire a defensive coach and then just go get another defensive coach. That doesn't make sense to me, but. I don't know. Look around. You see the mad dog here? No one gives a shit. Good point. Uh, Matt in Virginia. Yeah, hey, Ron, my faith in the show is shaken. I mean, you know, Pepper is no longer a fish fan. Doesn't mean he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't drink. Nope. Is he a centaur? I'm a dude. I do enjoy fish, and I enjoy the occasional cocktail. He's a zebra centaur. Oh, okay. And the little red arrow needs to go up still because he still touches kids? No, I never did, and I don't know why I have to even address these accusations. He never did and probably won't, right, Chris? Definitely won't. That's what I'm saying. I mean, anything could have happened. No, this could have happened. Well, we don't know. This could not happen. Look, it's snowing in D.C. Wow. We're supposed to get snow here tonight. I didn't even know that. Yeah, 17 inches. Jesus Christ! Or is it three? It's either three or 17. Well, it's a big difference. I'm calling school off right now. Good. Kids are going to be really happy. I'm at my school. Oh. Drivers. Do, 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 do. What are you texting back and forth? You're driving me nuts over here. I'm looking for updates. You're like fucking... It's like I'm hanging out with a teenage girl. 
I'm gonna what? Snapchat Fez. <laughs> what did I miss with that? What Fez? Uh, I brought up that Jr. has a fucking uh, podcast. Oh, okay. Do you listen to all the, the wrestler podcasts? I listen to uh, I listen to Stone Cold and Jericho. I, li- I listen to them at the gym. <laughs> all right, getting big. Getting fucking yeah, it gives them the motivation to go on yeah and watch wrestling. And then I just got into <laughs> I just got into cereal. Tony in Brooklyn, you're on the Run of Fest show. Ronnie, I don't want to be your producer like uh, Chris Stanley, the Centaur, but how about having a favorite uh, Fez's favorite interns and then bring it back, Cumber Snatch and Freddie and all these guys. And you know, like, I definitely you know. want to do something like that for Fez because he seems to be, and it might be just me. And a little funk lately. Oh, he is down in the dumps. He's he's a junkyard dog. He's living in the dump right now. He's JYD? Yeah, he's JYD. All right, well, give me one idea that you think could make Fez feel better. Maybe throw him a party? Sweet. You know? I'm all up for that. I like that. To Fez be, party. To get him, like, because, I mean, he's, you know, he threw me that 30th birthday party. But to just make a day for Fez about making him feel good. But don't make it his birthday. Yeah, just exactly. Do it on a different like a thing. random day, like a random day, just like, like a true surprise party. All right, I know what his uh, favorite meal is. Okay. Boiled ham and boiled cabbage. I'm going to write that down. All the flavor boiled out of it, but the stink left behind. Do you have a good boiled ham and cabbage place in the city? I'll find it. Don't worry. Actually, I don't know if we could bring a bunch of things in here that would make Fez happy. The last time I brought somebody in to make him happy was a buccaneer, and then a couple of years later, that guy made him cry. Yeah, he real bad. Warren Sapp, man. Hey, we got a basketball, signed basketball? Uh, we have a few signed basketballs up. Uh, Anybody, anything big enough to do You know, a big March Madness? I'm not sure. Shelby has the... Uh Inventory. You're gonna have to take that from Shelby. Then you're gonna have to become inventory boy. Okay. Because he's you've already taken the loadouts off of him, right? Yeah, I'm load boy. I guess I'll become stock boy as well. How about stack boy? All right. I'll Where take... I call you fucking stacks. Every time you go to get coffee, I shoot you in the back of the fucking head. I like the last part. I mean, Stax was a great character. I didn't didn't like seeing him fucking get killed. Plus, you wore the same kind of underwear as him. Oh yeah, definitely. I didn't want to reveal that on the air, but I guess I had to. Well, you're a model. They're going to fucking end up seeing your package anyhow. You can't get around that. We got to do something for him now. Yeah. Get him a crown. Crown might be nice. Like for like Fez, Fez is king. To Fez is king, yeah. Make it a hashtag. Sure. Oh, these are fucking great ideas. This kid is, to me, is like the new Chris Stanley. Oh, but old Chris Stanley is okay, though, no. right? Yeah. I got another nickname for you, though. What's that? Pink Slip. Oh, fuck. I don't like that at all. That makes me nervous. Really? <laughs> yeah, very, it's not a good name to have. The thing is, if you did get fired, yeah. your day wouldn't change. You would have the same exact day. <laughs> you just wouldn't get paid for it. That would be the only difference. <laughs> all right. So now it doesn't feel so bad. Less to be worried about. Yeah, there's a lot less to be worried about. Shit's starting to fucking work out for you. Good. I felt like 2015 was going to be my year. I just have to get fed. me. <laughs> that's, that's what I said when the ball dropped. It's weird. Right? Where are you on time? Uh, five blocks away is what I was told. You are? 
They are. Great job, Spence. Right? I was told. I don't think we've ever had anybody late for that before, have we? Oh, Gilbert. I was just <laughs> Gilbert didn't know what fucking day it was. We had to go down and get him. Yeah. Uh, let's see. When did I become interested in comedy? <laughs> he's great. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking funny. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, hey, Bill, what's up? Hey, Ronnie, I got an idea for uh, cheering up Fez. What's that? How about you get a gay clown to do gay balloon animals at a party? Penises and stuff. I don't have a problem with that. Could be fun, almost. Penis balloon animals, just a sword. You can't run it down because it's not your idea. <laughs> Why do you Not everybody's going to have his ideas as good as you, Vito. I don't like these other people coming in and trying to take my thunder. What's your normal idea? Italian food? Yeah. Just I thought we had some Italian fucking food. Fucking eating cannolis. We everywhere. should get him some chicken parm. That's what we should do. That would definitely make him happier. That makes everybody happier. I really love chicken That parm. fucking chicken parm sandwich thing downtown. Parm? Parm, yeah. That's maybe my favorite sandwich right now in New York. It's ridiculously good. Fuck, this isn't just going to be Fez Day. It's going to be our day, yes. too. We're going to get him some parm sandwiches. I'll hey, we're going to get you all the stuff we like, Fez, <laughs> for Fez Day. You, we love this stuff, right? Oh, by the way, Fez, it's your fucking favorite. Robbie Robertson's coming in to do a song for you. <laughs> isn't that great? Oh, wow, Fez, look, there's a bottle of Jameson here. I'm going to drink it for you. Now, Fez, sit down and watch Chris Stanley on the run walk. <laughs> Wait, is it run walk or run way? Run, yeah. I just fucking made a goddamn maniac out of myself. I go, how could something be called a run walk? Somebody's going to end up fucking breaking an ACL. <laughs> I think I turn on a dime. I fucking run Is down. Is it run or walk? Um, when I was uh, in school, we were at the fucking pool, and we had to do this thing with our gym class, right? So... What happened is, you go out, you hit the fucking diving board, right? And the, the kid who was next gets to say dive or jump when you're in the air. So you were supposed to, once you heard it, you go into a dive. If you heard jump, you go into a jump. So there was a kid in our fucking class who had a hearing aid, right, that he had to take off for the swimming thing. He goes out and he hits it, and I'm the person there, right? And I go like this. All right, right. And he fucking comes down, half jump, half dive, <laughs> oh, lands on his side, fucking snaps himself, right? Uh, everybody's laughing. It's a fucking wonderful moment for everybody. The fucking gym teacher comes after me like a maniac, right? He's fucking screaming at me how I'm an animal and all this. And I'm like this. All right, first of all, settle down. Don't act like I don't know this deaf motherfucker, all right? I go, you see him as a deaf piece of shit. I see him as a fucking friend, a colleague, all right? Someone to go through life with. Which wasn't really true, because I only know him as Deaf Kid. Oh. But the fucking thing was, you like to fucking turn it around. Yeah. I go, you, you demand now I treat him differently than everyone else? Because he's deaf in your eyes? Or ears? You can't get over with these fucking mucks. These muckety mucks. Oh, I'm a fucking teacher. Okay, I'm not. That's, we're still equals on everything. I, I'm in charge. I'm, I'm going to come up with as many fucking lesson plans as you, no matter what happens. <laughs> My lesson plan today is free swim. Free swim and a little bit of that herb, because it fucking feels fun to swim underwater after you smoke some fucking weed. 
It's a free smoke. Jason in Michigan, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Uh, for Fez's birthday, uh, well, not birthday party, but for Fez's cheer-up party, remember you can always get some good quality steaks down at Burger King. I don't think you guys are trying to have the nicest things. That guy was being a troll. Dan in Boston. Uh, you should throw Fez a lemon party. Not a bad idea. He looks like that one guy in the lemon party now. Jim in Jersey. Hey, what's up? What's up? Yeah, we should bring back the uh, siren shout-out, you know? I'm missing those days. We got plenty of sirens over here in Jersey. I forgot we used to do that in NEW. That if anybody called, we'd have them play their sirens. So we'd always have cops and fire trucks turning on their sirens while they were going down the fucking road. I forgot all about that. would be great. That can make Fez happy again. He likes the past. I was always happy. All right, thanks, guys. Peace, buddy. That goes back a long ways. I run a Fez show. It's really been around a while. What if we bring Ric Flair in? That would be the greatest moment of Fez's life. What if Ric Flair jumped out of a fucking cake, right? And just slapped Fez in the chest. <laughs> He'd never stop crying out of happiness. Gave him his robe. Hey, Janice. Hey, gentlemen. Uh, uh, Chris is telling me I got to go, sweetie, but I just want to say hi to you. Oh, hi. Okay. <laughs> Have a great day today, all right? Oh, I will. You guys do. Uh, coming up at 2 o'clock or so, a little after 2, I guess, Fez is going to be in a battle. A real a real beating. I think if he gets a big win out of that, it might cheer him up. That can turn a lot of things around for him. I'll tell you what, we've had a lot of phone mucks around here, but that Sarah Beth is knocking, knocking him out of the park today. Yeah. She's on point. Good work, SB. I guess it's because uh, she's Jenny Hutt trained. Yeah. I just thought that she was going to, you know, do a bunch of weight loss calls. How do you keep your weight down, Jenny? It's weight loss. Well, this is what, it's weight loss Wednesday. Is that what she does? Yeah, weight loss Wednesday. And then when she's hate a cop fucking Thursdays? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called Cop Killer Thursdays. So that, you got the iced tea show confused. <laughs> no, she starts the show with Cop Killer, goes to break with it, comes back with it, and ends the show with it. All right. So four, five Cop Killers in one day. Yeah. It's like remixes at least. Look at this. The rebels took over Yemen's presidential palace. I had a fucking buddy a few years, about 10, 12 years ago. He spent a lot of time in Yemen. He's like, you should come. It's so cheap. I go, why would I go over there? They fucking kill the shit out of each other. And he's like... Don't believe the fucking news. I'm looking at the news now. If they, they're fucking taking out the president, they they'd fucking take out me. I don't want to go anywhere where governments topple. <laughs> <laughs> like, then you might want to get out of the U.S. Because this shit's going down fast. I don't want to go anywhere they report from 10-10 wins. <laughs> That's crazy. That's the craziest. Then I guess you never go through the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> I can't go there. Every time I'm in a cab, I just hear, I'm in 1010 Winds, like, reporting from some, like, war-torn, awful place. Really? They're around the fucking world, huh? Yeah. See, none of my cab drivers ever listen to the uh. news. They just listen. No, 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 no. And it goes like this. All right, I'll drop you off there, but after that, I got to start the revolution. I'm like, what? I wish, I didn't get to tell you this. On my way to the, uh, to the Thanksgiving thing, my cab driver was playing African covers of, like, known songs. I swear. So I'm sitting in the cab. And all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, listen to the beat. And I'm like, wait, that's fucking Wonderwall. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, completely an African. You know what my favorite African song is? What? Bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 bang. Why don't we take a break, Chris? We should take a break. We get back here. We'll do a bunch of things. We can do this and that. Another yeah. thing. Get Fez back in. Yeah. Ron Fez show. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel 99. <laughs> Show. Uh, today is the Rain Wilson Unmasked, and we're going to be uh, playing that on Friday. Friday, right here on the Ron and Fez Show on Raw Dog. Backstrom is his TV show. It premieres tomorrow night, Thursday, January 22nd, 9 p.m. in the East, and then other times Central. I'll be there. In the East Time, not Central. You ought to be there in the Central Time. Well, this, to be totally honest, if you look at the previews for it, it looks like Chris Stanley, the detective. <laughs> it's a guy who eats too much, smokes too much, drinks too much, is surly, misogynistic, racist, and yet somehow performs his job to a level that they are forced to keep him. That you can deal with all the all the badness. Yeah, that you're like, well, yeah, he's awful person, <laughs> but he's really good at his job. He gets the bad guys. Now, this is the weird thing. This seems to be, this character, Backstrom, uh, seems to be the exact opposite of Rain Wilson, who is apparently a spiritual guy, I which heard- we should find out about in The Unmasked, but uh, the... I'm trying to think of the religion that he uh, belongs to. It's ba Baha'i. Baha'i. I know it was like a Persian religion first. Then that dude had to go on the run. And basically, uh, you know, Rain tries to do uh, good things and be a good person and be very, what I like to call, un-Chris Stanley-like. Okay. Now, uh... He has a website called Soul Pancake. Let me sleep all night in your Soul Pancake. Uh, where they ask the big questions. They ask big questions to little people, I think is their motto. That can't be it. But uh, Chris, go by and check out little Soul Pancake and give us some of the big questions that are out there. I understand that, there's, that they have uh, tons of YouTube Hits as well. It's a very big YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. It's it's all over the internet. It's dominating it. Well, give me one of the big life questions. Okay. Is love a decision or a feeling? More than a feeling. I think Boston put it best that it's more than a feeling. All right. Is love a decision that you make or is it a feeling? Is it possible? And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be a... Uh, a Bali high, Bali high, soul pancake guy here and say, 
Could it be this? It's you get a feeling and then you make a decision or the feeling once later, the feeling may not always be the same, but you've made the decision and signed the contract to stick it out. I think it's a realization almost where it's not a decision at first. I think you're just with. I think at first anything is lust. It's like where I want that person, even beforehand. You limit love to being between a man and woman, or two men, uh, or two women. But the fact of the matter is, you see a baby, you love that baby. You know what I mean? Like, it's no doubt that I uh, feel stronger for my sister's kids or my niece's kids than I do just any kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that type of thing where, like, uh, I'm not kidding when this happens to you. I know you don't have a family. But if you have a relative that says, look, I'm in dire straits here. I'm either sick or whatever. I know you haven't met this kid, but can they come live with you? Most people would say, yeah, of course. We're blood, which in some ways is a decision on the way to live your life. But when you even see those kids... When you see your own kids or your, you know, nieces and nephews, there's an immediate bond that feels more like a feeling than a decision. All right, I'm going to apply this to my life where okay. it's like, all right, so I have very good friends. I think, and if they had kids, right, and something screwed up happened, and I'm like the last man on totem pole, they kind of go to me to take care of them. Yeah. I think I would just like the kids because I love the friend, but the kids. But you would, but to take that kid, right? Yeah, there's going to be a bond that you wouldn't have with, let's say, your neighbor's children like that. That book about a boy where the guy he tries to he kind of loves the kid more than the woman. You know what I mean? And he keeps that relationship based on something. It's almost this bromance that you could have. All right. So. We've dodged the initial, is it a decision or is it a feeling? You were saying love at first sight is lust at first sight. I believe so, yeah. That's like the most basic thing. Like Love at first sight, like, wow. Because it's at first sight. You're not interacting with the person. Okay. Haven't you ever had a buddy that you had that, hey, I know me and this guy are going to be pals? Yeah. That isn't lust, is it? I mean, I'm not. I mean, if you want to say it is, I'll let you come out with it. No, no. Okay. Yeah. No, that's just that's seeing someone like, all right, I can hang out with this person or I can see more than that. More than like, hey, this guy's really cool. I want to hang out with this person. I wonder where, you know, this dude. I'm going to say I saw you be that way with Mooch. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. You had a Mooch. Uh, and the movie's called Bromance, but I'm not going to limit it to that. You had a connection to him. Immediately, actually. And you wanted to spend time with him. Because I remember once he had to catch a plane or something. And you were like, I want you to come to this party. want to do this thing. And I'm sitting there. And I'm laughing. And I'm like, why don't you lean over and satisfy him. Oh, God. But you know what I'm talking about there. You know, like, you're like, oh, I could have this Irish buddy. This guy's really cool. You had an immediate connection with him, and I believe it was pure. Uh, and I don't think that was a decision. I think that one was a feeling. Yeah, because it was it was literally immediate. Would you take Mooch's kid today? Yeah, I would. Okay. I'd take that little Irish bastard. 
Half Irish. Half. Not literally a bastard. That was like a term of endearment. No, no, no. Mooch is married. <laughs> oh, so there you go. He married above his head, as a matter of fact. Very much so. Of course, that was going to be no matter who he married. <laughs> He's Irish. So you would take that kid? Yeah. Yeah, I would take that kid raise his moan. Moan. <laughs> now... That seems like uh, that seems like it's coming from an emotional place, particularly since you said yes to it. You did not have the pros and cons that you would with a uh, a decent um, feeling. No, no, yeah, that was just that's what should happen in my own head. All right, so now you're saying it's a feeling, not a decision, <sighs> and nothing to do with lust. Wow, yeah, this is this is completely changed. From this the beginning is of fucking this, this is soul pancake. <laughs> I feel pancaked right now. You are. I don't know why they call it soul pancake. I think that would be good. Soul, soul like, like a good soul pancake. Look, first of all, all you gotta do is pay, put pancake in it, and people are gonna want it. <laughs> like I dare anybody to drive past the sign that says pancakes. I'm gonna jerk the wheel. Oh Jesus Christ, that was so close. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I was I was safe. So now. Is love a decision or a feeling? Love is a feeling. No, love is a decision. <laughs> what just happened there, Soul Pancake? <laughs> maybe you need to go to Soul Waffle. Maybe it's maybe there's an easier breakfast carb for you. Maybe Soul Oatmeal. Soul Crepes? Is that available? You know what? The whole thing about crepes... Maybe once a year. But you could not make crepes a normal thing in your life. It's just like a ridiculously thin pancake. It's It, it doesn't but do the, it for but me. But the shit that they put inside, you're having some kind of rotted fruit or cheese or whatever. It's so It gets a little rich. I'll tell you what I hate is a savory crepe, as, as, as some people try to say. is where it's they have like chicken or whatever in it. It doesn't work for me. You don't like anything savory in the morning? No. Like steak and eggs. Yeah, I, I had like I had, I've had it once ever, and I ate. It. I was like, "This is good." But you I would never breakfast. make it in a rodeo. No. See, I think people that have steak and eggs is because they're going to go out and do something that day. They need energy. Yeah, I don't know if you could <laughs> you could eat steak and eggs and jump up and produce a fucking radio show. I'm gonna just take a nap. <laughs> I'm full. I do think pancakes are good for your soul, though. How could I they put, not be? Yeah, I'll put that out there. Get some bacon on there. All right, so we failed the first one. We don't know whether love is a decision or a feeling. Because sometimes I think it is a decision. I I would agree with love at first sight uh, between a man and a woman is generally more lustful. And then you come up with other reasons (laughs) that you feel more than the lust. Which I think there's nothing funnier than life than when a friend fucking falls head over heels for a woman and is trying to fucking sell it to you. Oh my, it's the fucking worst. Dude, you you gotta get together with Darla. I mean, she's amazing. Did I tell you that she knits? You're like, really? You've been interested in knitting before? You you fucking horny bastard? Dude, a buddy of mine had a uh, got like picked up this like Swedish broad right like she yeah. was like she's like not even in the country right and she doesn't even get sarcasm she doesn't work she doesn't do shit but he's going on about how great she's oh she's a dancer she's fucking she's, she's got go- Swedish tits we yeah. got it I know don't I hate her okay but she's with you so it's okay but just don't try to make me fucking love her either but what you just said maybe if I was boning her too I'd be all caught up in whether that she fucking dances. <laughs> 
But I, all I'm seeing is someone that I don't bang that's taking up a lot of room, and you keep bringing up. And she's ruining you. You have no money. You're paying for both of you. She's not doing shit for you, dude. You ever step in like that and say you're with the wrong person? Uh, with that kid? Yeah, I did. And um, they stayed together. Yeah, and blew I, up in your face. Yeah, real bad. Uh, never again. That was, you know, that, that I was had the to end learn. for you. I had to learn, you know? Yeah. I did with a friend of mine, a girl, and I said to her, I go, this fucking guy, I go, he's shiftless. He's a gambling addict. Wow. He's an alcoholic. He's a drug addict. Uh, he's sloppy. Uh, he runs a really fucking sloppy board. Really? You know, uh, who is this? It's you. Oh, and I'm like, this okay. fucking guy cannot be trusted. But your chick said, what'd she say? Yeah, you're right. I do. Come on. I, I didn't know you guys talked like that. Yeah. But most of it were just texting. <laughs> I thought you'd put me over some more. It's just, <laughs> you're killing me. Oh, did you want that? I thought you wanted out. <laughs> no. Don't worry. I'm getting you out of that relationship. I told her a lot of bad shit about it. <laughs> don't worry. It'll be ending very... You don't even know it's going to be ending really quickly. It's going to be easy. It's like surgery. You have no idea. You're out basically already. Don't even go home. All right. Let's see some of these other soul pancake topics. The, the, by the way, the people on that site smarter than us. Uh, this is Rain Wilson's site. Like we said, uh, Friday we're playing the Unmasked. We're doing it today, though. Um, I don't know if I even. I don't even know if I would know some of these things. I don't even know how imp how weird this is. Right, do you have a harder time receiving compliments? Than insults. Uh, I'll speak for you, Chris. No doubt. You shake off a compliment so fucking fast, it's unbelievable. I hate compliments. Fucking rail me all day long. But fucking, I get one compliment, I get real uncomfortable. Now, why do you think that is? I, I think I don't want to take it in because I don't want to think that I'm good because then I'll fuck it up. Are you afraid that you can't live up to it? Are you afraid if someone says you're a fucking great Jim Dandy producer, then that'll be the new thing? And, th and then I feel like doom's on the way. Like th that's been recognized. Now it's now it's, this is definitely going to end badly. Is what is is that's what fucking goes on in my crazy head? It's back head. to jinx. It's back to the jinx. So if you it's, believe in jinxes, I did. I after I lost all those bets, yeah, I believe back in jinxes. Well, the initial uh, knock wood thing came from if the tree elves heard you complimenting, then they would go out to hurt that compliment. So if I would say, "Oh, Chris Stanley, you're really doing good with your gambling. You're a great gambler. You should keep on gambling." You'd have to knock wood to make sure there's no tree elf there who would then go. Oh, so the human thinks he's so good at something. I'll put an end to that shit. I never heard about the tree elf thing. This makes There's a lot of sense. Most stuff that didn't happen within a two block fucking area of, <laughs> of Astoria, you know very little about. Really? The Middle East? Never heard of it. So a compliment does not feel good. And an insult, at least you can think to yourself, well, that's bullshit. I don't care what they say about me. Yeah, you can't hurt me. I'm going to fucking take control. But yeah, but no, once someone says, oh, you're great or whatever, or any, anything positive, weirds me out. Don't like it. Well, you don't have to worry about that around here, my friend. <laughs>
Not from me. Not from the bosses. Well, okay. Not okay. from the fucking listeners. All right, now it's <laughs> now got to get worried. I mean, I got to tell you, the main thing people say about you yeah. is how is he still here? Okay. And yeah. I never have an answer for that. Really? <laughs> Nothing. Not once. What would you like people to say about you? If people said things about me, but I didn't have to hear them, right? Yeah. Like, that is the one competent, got his shit together dude. That he lied. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, here's one. All right. Can you be too honest? 100% yes. And I'm being honest saying that. Uh, what's the time that we're all too honest? Um, I was uh, dating a girl in college, and we broke. Like we were, bra- I was breaking up with her, and I was like, "Look, I simply just don't like you anymore. You've you've turned into a shitty person. I don't want to be around you anymore." And I saw the look on her face, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I think I, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're breaking up. We're not going to be together anymore." But I feel really terrible right now. Still. Like, like, do you still feel bad? I can remember the look on the on the girl's face, and I was like, "Oh, Jesus!" Now, were you being honest? Yeah, I was being honest. So, why did you care that she felt so bad if because, she was such a shitty person? Because it was like a, it was dated for about a year, and mm-hmm. I still like could re- I remember the person I did like. Mm-hmm. Sure, she became shitty, but I still fucking there was still a person that I loved there. But then, but seeing like I should have just lied. I should have just said, "Look, I it's me. It's I'm the." I'm the you know what? I person. could write a book on breaking up because I think this is the only way a guy can break up. Is that you just behave so poorly and get caught doing so many things that and trapped in so many lies that she breaks up with you, and then you could just go like this: "No, you're right. I get it." Uh, you got every right. I mean, this is crushing to me, but I'll see you later. <laughs> I, and then I, that way she's not going to, that way she gets to leave with some power. Okay. Yeah. Well, they got the, they have the upper hand yeah. and like your web of lies has collapsed in on you. And you still are being honest because you are a piece of shit, awful person. And you just enjoyed all those things that you got caught doing. <laughs> I, here's what I hate with why I think too honest. I don't want anyone to say, all right, let me uh, let me go take a shit, and I'll get right back here. And you're just like, don't fucking share. I don't want to picture you shitting. I've done that before. Like, I'll say to Fez in the office, like, I got to go take a shit. Be right back. <laughs> yeah. I was speaking to you, oh, oh, not to I, the general audience. Oh, I apologize. I, I <laughs> yeah, didn't realize. I, this is not just something I made up <laughs> to throw out there as a hypothetical. I'm saying to you, stop telling us that you're shitting. All right. Or, you know, I'm going to make a note of that. No more shit talk. Yeah. Personal shit talk. I don't like to hear anyone go in depth about their health because everybody's got a human body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stop thinking that it's harder for you than it is for other human beings. Look, Ronnie B, I got a bad knee. I got a bad shoulder. Yeah, it's that Debbie Downer thing. I mean, I don't want... I'm not a fucking surgeon. <laughs> Do I look like a fucking MRI too? I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fucking help you with this. There's like people who go to school who can help you with yeah. this, and they're paid to listen and help. Actually, oh, I don't man. know why people feel that need though. It's weird. It's I mean the I'll, elderly. It's all they talk about. Well, it's all they have, right? Because it's just constant like doctors. They could have more though. 
You know, I mean, there's stuff they could be doing in between. Just go to some movies. Have yeah. A, have a game night, maybe, with their friends. I mean, it might be able, I mean, it would be better if they say, hey, by the way, I finally got around to seeing American Psycho. It came on TBS. <laughs> oh, great. What'd you think? I was like, that. my dad will bring up a movie that's been out for six fucking years <laughs> because he doesn't even watch it on cable. He waits for the TV movie version? Even though they have cable. No, he stumbles across things. <laughs> By the way, with him, it's always great. When he says, I just saw a movie the other day. It was so good. And I'm like, it's going to be about baseball. It's going to be about baseball. And it always is. It's the only movies he likes. Well, they're solid. I mean, most baseball movies at least have them playing playing baseball part. Uh, Would you rather be with a person who is too honest or not honest enough? Okay. I'd have to just be the not honest enough. That's the person that you'd rather be with. Yeah, because I know that they're lying to try to like help my feelings. I get the being too honest thing, but just lie. Just try to make me feel good. So you want people to tell you that you're doing good. Sorry, <laughs> see, I get what you're doing But there. no, I am saying this. You're fucking doing great, dude. Oh, thank I'm you. I'm really proud of you. No, is this... Did you... <laughs> Don't even ask. Okay. Don't go in too deep. All right, thank but you. But seriously, you're a terrific producer. Okay. And you, the thing is about you is you really maintain a great private life. You know what I mean? You are a great yeah. citizen in the United States. I appreciate that. Because, you know, all those things are true statements. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what I want everyone to think. We all do. Oh, good. I was talking to everybody. Uh, really? Yeah. And I mean everybody in the country. <laughs> I went on Bill O'Reilly and started talking to him about you. All right, now, see, that's going to fucking undo attention my way, all right? I, don't, you can, you I can just put a big... I said, America. <laughs> this is Chris Stanley. Get to notice some bitch. No, no, you don't have to. Just look from afar. Don't Google my name. You don't want anybody to know too much about you. Yeah, so let's, let's keep, let's keep okay. something let's just keep something to me. You Boy, know? you're a fucking complicated dude. <laughs> You are complicated. See, people don't know that part about me. Yeah, there's there's something beneath this, okay? Yeah, just the fucking raw nerves. <laughs> well, this is all up there on Soul Pancake. That This is owned by Rain Wilson and some buddies. And Rain Wilson is our next Unmasked. Backstrom is his new TV show. And I think one of the toughest things that you can do after being on a hit TV show is follow it up with another TV show. Because people will, however they felt about Dwight Schrute, it takes a while to unpeel that. Yeah, but I think, I, I, I like Rain Wilson enough that I, I think that Backstrom's going to do well. I, I, I can't wait to watch the show, and... I think this is going to be his Frasier. I know he's not the same character. He's not playing Dwight Schrute on this. But yeah, I think I think it's a, a cheat to say Frasier. Because Frasier didn't really create a new character. Frasier just took Frasier over to the other thing. You know? Yeah. People already know him from Cheers. Yeah. I mean, what they normally... It seems like what could be done is when you take a sitcom and try to move it into like a drama guy as he gets older. Uh, they've all tried that. Uh, Ted Danson is on a drama right now. But there's been a lot of time between this and Cheers, and he's done a lot of little cool things in between. But it's a tough thing to pull off. Um, you know, once they... And Seinfeld has never even attempted it. 
No, he just he he was. He just uh, said, "I'm never going to make another Seinfeld." He did Seinfeld, B movie, and a documentary. And that's it. Oh, I guess comedians and cars drinking coffee. Well, that's on fucking yeah, that's, the internet. That's, that's, that's not exactly. <laughs> no one's sitting around waiting to see whether how many people Thursday night at eight o'clock watch it. Because I think the the pressure of those kind of shows probably even keeps just like being in the NFL. That you worry more about failure than you're enjoying your success, or at yeah. least it takes a lot of years before you can say, okay, this thing works. There's a new project. Yeah. I think most of the time you get a TV show and you lay in bed at night going, they're going to take it. They're going to take my TV show. They're not going to leave my TV show here. The ratings are down. Oh, no. I'm going to have a freak out. Yeah, it falls off two fucking points, and all of a sudden, everyone's just writing bad shit about you in the paper. <laughs> Someone's setting a fire to well, the studio. Well, that Chris Stanley sure couldn't follow anything else up. <laughs> Screw you, Variety. Well, I know a lot of guys in radio that have never left the market that they started in because they don't want to you know, introduce themselves to new people because it's fucking hard. It's hard to make, it's hard when you move to a new town, you can think, oh, I'll just use the bits from the other town. Doesn't always work that way. See, there's this weird thing when they're listening to you on the radio or watching you on TV where they're like, do I consider that guy a pal, a buddy? You know what I mean? Do you want to be with them? That's even more important than uh, the writing of the show. At least in the terms of the networks, and that's why they, they, they pay these stars a lot more money than they pay the writers, because the important thing is, is do you want to let that person in your house for a half hour or an hour? Can they pull it off with just straight charisma on top of whatever's being written? I guess, I mean, I wonder if it's charisma. I guess charisma has to play into it, but then there's more of a comfortability thing. Yeah, I guess I mean? the Seinfeld ever really charismatic... He's not, he wasn't. He, he was the worst actor on the show. I mean, he wasn't. But yeah. people liked. Uh, you know, he wasn't an actor first and foremost. And I think he even got fired off his shows when he was younger. At least one show, uh, because you know, delivering lines is not wasn't his thing. Hitting his mark wasn't his thing. But they felt comfortable. And by the way, it took years for that show to become a hit. It probably would have been canceled today because it took like three or four years. Oh, yeah, it would have been done. Before I mean, it took off. Because, they, yeah, they were talking about canceling then, and they were just giving yeah. like half-season runs or whatever. And, they, every, and every half a season, they're like, I guess we'll pick it up for seven more That's episodes. the thing Mulaney didn't figure it out when he said, I wanted to have the new Seinfeld. <laughs> you know, and he went out there, and his he and all of his guys did a bunch of unlikable things. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't always work that way these days. I always, the, my favorite character on that show was always the black guy. On what show? On Mulaney. <laughs> you act like it's in the past. It's on now. It I was know. on Sunday night. I you know. act like you're talking 10 years ago. <laughs> By the way, your hair today? Yeah. Extremely Chris Isaac. Oh, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. First of all, there's nothing about your hair that isn't a compliment. See, not too many compliments, though. Weirds me out. And if we say it looks like Chris Isaac, you may come in with a mohawk tomorrow. I got to change it up. I'd rather just see you on a beach with a model. I don't want to fall in love with you. Love Wicked Games. Do you really? Yeah. Seems like it wouldn't be in your wheelhouse. Oddly enough, it hit me at the right time. What year? It's 94? I feel like it. That guitar's nice. 
Yeah, love it. The fucking chick in this video is amazing. Stephanie Seymour. No, is it? I'm just throwing that out there. I believe so. I did not realize that. She's the one that they make fun of now because her gay son was hugging her too much. Yeah. All right, that's Stephanie Seymour. I never really remembered it that way. But like you. That's good, Chris. Right, right. Yeah. Got the hair, got the voice. I hate that she's covering up her breasts. And, I, and the granny panties are weird, too. By the way, if you go to this video today, that's what Chris's hair looks like. You want to start going by Chris Isaac on this show? All right. Your producer, Chris Isaac. Will you? Will you come on the show? I'm just saying, everyone, I'm trying to bump that. Look. Running first one you I hope you can be in here by two. Make, make sure you're not bringing Gurion with you, with you. What are you plugging this around? It's good. Although you'd be slurring it more. Are we sure that butt crack there belongs to Stephanie Seymour? Yeah. I mean, this was like the height of her modeling days, so she had no problem showing that butt off. She was with, uh, wasn't she with Axel back in the day? I think she was Axel's girl for a little while. Yeah, was she in the November? She was in the November Rain. She was in the November Rain girl. She's the vi- she's the video. Girl. And now they have the balls to do incest jokes about her after she gave us so much early life joy. Kind of hot though. No. <laughs> that little boy is just a gay kid being nice to his mom. There's two of them though. There's two of them. I think they're getting not- tons of money. Yeah, they're just yeah, just for being. <laughs> Gay kids. Gay rich oh, kids. Rich. They're not getting any money for being gay. They're getting it all. <laughs> they get it all because billionaires want their mom. Sexy. This came out in 89. Really? I thought it was mid-90s. I thought it was too. I'm stunned by this. Ranked number one uh, sexiest music video by Fuse in 2010. Okay, well I'm gonna trust uh, I'm gonna trust Fuse. Why wouldn't I? I've never dreamed that I'd lose somebody like you. No,
Everybody, it's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, Chris Stanley. What's up? We like to call ourselves the Golden Triangle. The Golden Triangle of Death. If anybody fucks with us, cut your fucking head off. Yeah. That's how it all comes down. Then make love to it. Oh. Make love seems like it'd be too, you know. It's tender. It'll be tender as (laughs) you take that severed head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I found out I was uh, wrong about that supermodel in the Wicked Games video. It was Helena Christensen. You're a fucking moron. Not Stephanie Seymour. I feel like a fucking moron. Um, You know what? We believe in you. I know. And now I was wrong. It was Helena Christensen the entire time. You actually said like this. I was wrong. I was Because you can't quite say it. I get those supermodels from the 90s mixed up a lot. But Stephanie Seymour definitely has more fun children. Uh, Seymour pussy is what I like to say. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't there even a joke, Seymour assholes? Wasn't that a... See more butts. See more butts. Oh yeah, God, I took it. I took it a little further than it needed to go. Yeah, I like it that way though. You know something? I'm worried about the quiet factor of the Moon Tower. The man we call Fez Watley, nicknamed Moon Tower. Moon Tower. Party at the Moon Tower. That's my shit. Fuzzy, why have you been on a couple days nervous run? Is it Chris Stanley? No, Who are you blaming I, this time? I, I blame myself. That's funny. I don't know. I mean, I was bashing gays before the show, so maybe that's got him into it today. Why are you bashing gays? I was just jumping on the, the Billy Crystal bandwagon. Still, two days later. Yeah, two days, yeah. I can't get enough of his comments. Well, I consider this a pro-gay show. So I thought maybe that was part of it. Fez doesn't know. Just the simple thought of talking with us freaks you out, Fez? Uh, yeah, I'm just, like crazy nervous today. Why? I can't figure it out. Well, here's a little advice for me. Never be nervous about nothing. That's my advice. That's why I wish I was a therapist. I just say to people, never be nervous about nothing. Now beat it and pay me for the full hour. Beat it. Beat it. Let me give you a little receipt. If I said somebody, if I found out somebody was anxious, yeah. I'd just go scroll like this. Well, you better pay me double time then. I'll start fucking your shit up. If somebody was paranoid, yeah. if they said to me, I'm here because I'm paranoid, I'd be like, I know, I've been watching you for a while. That's my assignment from the government. Okay, so that's going to freak them all out. Well, I guess. Yeah, but that's what I do. I, I take them to Freak City, and they come out the other side of it feeling healthy, normal. Oh. All together. That, or see, that's a method that I've never heard of before. That's pretty great. There's a method to my madness. All right. And I also call it the method of modern love. Fez, what are we going to make you do? You're not watching any football yet. You're not watching any movies. You're not watching any TV shows. You're not following the news. 
none of us know what you're doing at any given day. Like, we don't know what happens when you're not here. Do you party? If you're going to party, Fez, mm-hmm. call me. Because I fucking party rock, okay? That's my thing. I fucking party. I party like Gronk. Gronk's the best, isn't he? I th- I like his family even better than him in their party bus. <laughs> his entire family, just the, his brothers, his dad, they're all fucking nuts. Well, I'm going to ask you this, Fezzy. And let me ask you man to man. If you could only bone one of these movie characters, right? Real life movie characters. And I'm going to guess we're going to guess bone in their prime. Yeah. You yeah. got a prime bone. Yeah. Let's just call this new game Prime Bone. So you get to bone that person whenever they're at their best day. Or Prime Bone, the way the kids say. Alan Turing, Stephen Hawking, MLK, or Chris Kyle, the American sniper. We're playing Prime Bone with Fez Watley. He's staring back at me. So I'm going to go to you first, Chris. Okay, who? Prime Bone. Shelby, you be ready for Prime Bone. All right, Prime Bone. Who would I want to bone in their prime? Yeah. MLK. Okay. Stephen Hawking. And that's before or after the disease. Okay. Alan Turing. Yeah. Before or after he's been chemically castrated. Okay. That's up to you. Okay. Or the American sniper, Chris Kyle. Okay, here's my here's my um my reasoning behind. I'm not gonna bang MLK. I'm not gonna bone MLK. I would feel wrong boning MLK for some reason. American sniper, you're safe when you're in your prime. You're safe. Why is he safe? I f- I don't know. I don't. I think it would hurt him more. Is, is he attracted to me? Like, are we are attracted to each other? In I, I'm going to let you make up your own fantasy, Chris. I don't go as homoerotic <laughs> as you do. I go Alan Turing. Because him being a gay man, I would want him to enjoy it. But he's also a nerd. Yeah, I know he's a nerd. But see, I, I, li- I like nerds. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. You, like, you like gay nerds. Yeah, I, I love gay then nerds. you ought to jack off the Big Bang Theory. Because that sounds like it's <laughs> fucking perfect for you. I'm going Alan Turing. He invented the computer. He saved he didn't. the. That fucking thing is not a computer. It's like the basics of a computer. It was able to decode it all that like Nazi stuff. It's like a fucking t- abacus to me. I know. A it's- giant suitcase abacus. Very impressed with that, Mr. Alan Turing. I'm. Do- oh, do you know what? Alan Turing blows the rest of these guys away. In Prime Bone, Alan Turing's my Prime Bone. Shelby? Well, Stephen Hawking is out. I don't want. I just. His little. Chick- you afraid you catch something? Yeah, his little chiclet teeth sticking out would like just freak me out. Uh, MLK, I just have too much respect for him, and just seems like he's like a, such a strong man in all his convictions. So yeah, I'm not gonna do him. And yeah, Turing, I'm not really into nerds, so I'd go with Chris Kyle. He, I, I like that whole bear thing he's got going on. All right, so you'd go with the American sniper. Uh, Chris Kyle. Yeah, I'd feel safe, wrapped in his arms. He has those guns everywhere. Personally, I find Alan Turing more attractive than Chris Kyle. Uh, I got mine locked in. Locked and loaded for me. Right, who's your prime bone? Martin Luther King. Really? Mm-hmm. Interracial? Yeah, and that's why I'm doing it, to hurt my dad. <laughs> Wouldn't it, With Martin Luther King Jr., wouldn't you worry with the FBI spying on him all the time, of who trying to dig up who he's sleeping with? Why would I be afraid? 
And then, then all of a sudden it gets exposed. First of all, I'm not sleeping with him. Second of all, I just exposed myself on the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unlike you, I would not be embarrassed of my gay romp with Martin Luther King. I, I'm not worried about being exposed as a gay romper. You're keeping it 100. Yeah, I'm keeping it 100. Fucking 64 100. You know? Oh, sick. 1964-100. Look at that. Mar- I mean, I'm not saying Martin Luther King ain't a beautiful man. I'm just saying I want me some Alan Turing. Well, at least we don't know who Fez is going to pick, but we know he wants to keep it hush-hush and on the down low. <laughs> You're a fucking DL brother. <laughs> Three straight guys were willing to give out their gay choices, and the one gay guy goes, what if someone found out that you did this? I hope people know me and Alan Turing were an item for a while. I'll fucking I'll yell it out. <laughs> well, I'll heckle MLK as I had a dream. Why do you ignore me, Marty? <laughs> Why do you forget? You know what happened? It was beautiful. You know what you did. You know what you did to me. <laughs> Who do you find the least attractive, Fez? Like, I know Fez said he liked Ray Rice before, so that's why I think he's thinking about Martin Luther King. It's the exposure. It's public exposure he's worried about. I think you would have to go with Hawking. Then, if a relationship developed, you could just all constantly say to people, my boyfriend is so smart. Really? Because I'm using him as a clothes rack right now. I just put my fucking jacket on him. If I came into a party and he was there, we just fucking drop it across his face. Oh, great! Your fucking your fucking coat rack moves, huh? And then when I did take the coat rack off, I'd be grabbing his uh, chick's tits in front of him. <laughs> You're not gonna do anything about this, huh? Yeah, they feel nice, bro. All we know is, like, as soon as Fez would leave the room, you'd hear he keeps bitching to me every day. He's nervous. Is it me? Is it my fault? Don't worry. Don't worry, Stephen. Just think about the universe. What if you ever went in like Stephen Hawking was like in the other room and you just heard him humming to himself like Or does he just have a thing where he can plus pray and a music will just start playing? He's got to have like a keyboard type, you know, like it's like, almost like an app. Like a Casio? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just attaches to where instead of the stupid keyboard. Then fuck, bring him over. Let's play main, Name That Tune. Uh, this, he's been locked in for so long. He should be a fucking virtuoso. Like, he should be just banging shit out. He can just play that popcorn song. That's all he can play. This is him actually. This is him at karaoke. Everyone's just gonna sit there, and then he has a strobe light right on his fucking crutch. You know the thing about Hawking is, you think the Atlanta Hawks would have tried to make him a mascot by now? Just fucking pay him to get to every game. Atlanta's had their shit together. And they start like if they, please take it down. If they go on a run. Have the announcers go, we're, start, we're going hawking, and then they push him out in the middle of it. <laughs> and then let, later, let somebody fucking jump over him and dunk it like halftime. That'd be incredible. 
Should that be the greatest dunk contest ever? Where you say, I'm going to jump over fucking Stephen Hawking and fucking slam this down. He's got like basketball. He's dunk, got like sports. Dunk contest is soon, right? So he's like a week or two after the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. It's in Brooklyn. Big up. That's, we should. Talk about keeping it on 100. <laughs> they should take us out to that. Courtside. has never taken us anywhere. Courtside. If it's the dunk contest and we're courtside, we can do that thing where like some of us act like we're gonna run out and then somebody puts their arms out and tries to hold them back. That'll be a- oh shit! <laughs> oh damn! No, don't do it! Oh shit! Don't do it! I love those guys. It's always the one white guy in college who doesn't get any playing time, so he'll be the hold back guy. Yeah, he's smart though. He gets himself out there. Fez, just sit here and say to these guys, "You're ne- I'm never taking you to a Brooklyn game." I'm never taking you to a Brooklyn game. My, I'm never paying off my bets. I'm never paying off my bets. Why do you make the bets, though? God damn it. I have every intention of paying them off. We know when the dinner didn't get used at Christmas, we're like, we'll never see another dinner. And the Brooklyn bet I knew never was going to happen. I knew it. I had a... F- I, no, see, I didn't... I thought it was. I thought there was a chance it was going to happen. That it was gonna I guarantee you something else. Yeah. That motherfucker saw games last weekend. He saw games. You didn't see Beast Mode? I mean, fucking Marshawn Lynch was a goddamn monster on that fucking thing. He was the only good thing about the team up until the last, up until overtime. He was the only good thing about the fucking team. The only thing that kept him in it. Um, he was pretty damn good. What did he run for, like 175? I think it was like 160. And how about when he turned and grabbed his nutsack again? He fucking walked into the end zone. He just stopped. Well, I thought he was he was doing that to waste a little time at first. And then I'm like, oh, look at him. He's so smart. He's playing the clock. But he wasn't. He was taunting. <laughs> He's just a maniac. Now, look, look at this. That fucking circus catch, right? Yeah. That fucking takes p- place. And the two points? Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's suppose they got a 15 fucking yard penalty on... Him grabbing his nuts, right? Yeah. They push it back. They don't get the fucking two points. And it's over. And the three fucking cost him a thing. He could have cost them the the the, the championship. Yeah, because he just has to grab his dick all the time. He don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's pretty crazy, but he's also a fucking amazing running back. I didn't say he wasn't, but he puts himself in front of his team. Well, he almost, for the for you saw that he was going to have like gold plated shoes made special. I saw pictures of No, yeah. he had them made. Yeah, yeah. They showed them on TV. Uh, and there they, they said he could. The, the thing that made him do it wasn't a fine, it was, we will pull you off the field. You're done. They said he was going to get ejected. Now, Fez, you'd have to know all this shit happened, right? I saw the gold cleats on the Interrobang, but I did not watch any of the games. You're not even watching ESPN? No. You're not watching fucking, uh, pardon the interruption? No. Around the horn? Come on, man. Inside the lines? No, because that's all football footage. The The only thing I get is what I hear in this room. I don't believe you. You know why I don't believe you? Because we never went to that Nets game. And there was no Christmas dinner. <sighs> really wanted to go to that All Star game. Never saw a dunk competition live. Dude, you'll you'll see the dunk. You'll see the three point competition, skills. and then skills. See somebody throw a ball through a fucking tire and then run. Love it. It's fun. When they bring the uh, the legends and then the WNBA player and they all. Shoot oh, I from love that court. thing. Oh, yeah. And the girl. You got a girl, an old dude, and somebody current to shoot those fucking shots. I go fucking crazy. It's great. I go, Connie Hawkins, fucking bring this home. 
I'm just stuck jerking off Alan Turing. All right. Nothing even comes out. Because I'm talking about doing it post-chemical castration. I'm going to do MLK post-chemical castration. He was chemically castrated? Nobody will be. He starts fucking around with me. <laughs> this is sacred. That's how it all fucking rolls in, on it? And by the way, this is what we would be talking about if we had our own soul pancake. We should just do another round of prime boom. Prime, prime bone, right? That's <laughs> I couldn't fucking remember if it was bone prime or prime bone. All right, let's do it this way then. All right. Here's your fucking prime bone. <laughs> okay. Seahawks player. Okay. So, Russell oh. Wilson. All right. Marshawn Lynch. Okay. Richard Sherman. <laughs> and I'm in trouble here. Uh, Earl Thomas, I guess. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. He's a fucking great player. I just couldn't think of anybody else. <laughs> it's Cam Chancellor. <laughs> uh, th- thank you. I ran out quick. <laughs> I was flying along <laughs> after Richard Sherman. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. By the way, Fez doesn't know who any of these people are because he's never watching football again. Jesus, Fez. Why aren't you watching because Mikey did ruin your birthday? No, it's not Mikey D. It's Michael Sam, who uh, I, I said that I would not watch any more NFL or college because he was unfairly cut from a pro team. But why do you pay that off and not the fucking basketball thing? I don't know. Okay. All right. That's a good honest answer. I give him that. Sometimes we just don't know. I get confused a lot of times, too. I'm confused whether up is down, whether black is white. I don't know whether it's Chinese or Korean. <laughs> See, I'm pretty sure it's Chinese. If I'm okay. just going to throw it out there. Right. You know what? This, this prime bone is pretty interesting because you got... <laughs> no, mine's locked. I don't even... I'll... <laughs> you got two. You got two guys, two short-haired guys, yeah. and two dread guys. Right. right. You got two offensive players, two defensive players. Yeah. I'm having a hard time of who I want to sleep with. Well, do one, do whichever you think can expose you. Is that the smart thing, Fuzzy? Oh, then Marshawn Lynch. I'm definitely yeah. going to fucking suck he him off. And, shit. And, <laughs> <laughs> he'll never say shit to anybody. He's, he'll never. No one's going to. like. He'll just say thank you. Like, are those rumors that you're gay, Marshawn Lynch? Are they true? Are you sleeping with that man from fucking Queens? Who did you Thank suck you. off? Oh, no, we played a great game. First of all, he can't because he can't go back to Old Town. You know what I mean? So he can't say a fucking word about it. So you're Marshawn Lynch. Oh, I'm beast mode all day long. He's going to learn the fucking definition of beast mode. That's prime bone. Prime bone. And remember, you're banging him in his prime. Yeah. So I like- you, I'd wait till he was elderly. A little less... <laughs> fucking cement, you know? Guy's solid. Yeah, fucking he's solid, solid. dude. I mean, you would probably start off any gay sex with him just breaking a stick over his ass. <laughs> like, I'm afraid to put my dick down there. This you're intense. Shelby. Russell Wilson's out because he'll just be crying afterwards. Wouldn't that be a good thing? <laughs> no, but like a needy crying. Like, come on, let's go get breakfast now. I wouldn't mind a little fucking sandwich, a little breakfast sandwich. I'll, I'll, I'll have bacon, egg, and cheese with Russ. <laughs> yeah. If you're running down there, bring me back a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. And Earl Thomas, he seems boring. I don't know anything about him. And He tried to yell yesterday. 
Chris already has beast mode locked up, so I like I like Richard Sherman. Give me the give me the yelling guy. That's a fucking smart move, taking Richard Sherman for yourself. No, I've heard people calling the Seahawks. I've been hearing them call the Seacucks because there's that rumor that uh, Russell Wilson, like they they traded Golden Tate because he banged Russell Wilson's wife, and they got a fucking divorce. It's really weird. I had never heard of it up until yesterday. I don't believe it though. It's crazy. I didn't even know Russell Wilson was fucking married. No, I, I didn't know either. But then there's like this whole fucking weird thing that's people apparently I guess Seahawks fan Seahawks fans know about it. Or people who don't like the Seahawks. It's very strange. Is there any any legitimate thing that have brought this up? Uh, I think I think um Nothing's been legitimate, but Golden Tate has come out and said, listen, I didn't fuck Russell Wilson's wife. Everyone stop saying that. Which then just makes people think, oh, he's definitely did it because he's denying it. Yeah. It's like that story with uh, LeBron when he was on the Cavs, and they said that uh, Delonte West had sex with his mom. And that, like it came out during the playoffs, and that's how like LeBron collapsed in his last season. And that's why he went to Miami. He just couldn't take it. But the, but the fact of the matter is, I think it's nice because I think he needs a dad. Oh hell yeah! Or daddy, that's like that's daddy. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna cheat here, oh. and I'm going off the board and banging Pete Carroll. <laughs> Come on, you gotta fucking take the four guys on the team. You All can't right, fuck me, Carroll. Then let me be honest about this. All right, I'm in a relationship with Pete Carroll anyway, and I feel like I would ruin this by bringing it up. <laughs> I don't want to play your stupid games because I don't want it to come between me and Pete Carroll. It's Prime Bone. It's Pete Carroll is in Prime Jerry... Bone right now. What's that? Pete Carroll is in Prime Bone right now. Remember when Jerry Barker made this statement a couple years ago? This will be the reason, the year, that Pete Carroll admits that he's just a college coach and he ends up going slinking his way back to college. Now the guy is up for his third fucking... This is the third year in a row he went to the championship game and his second fucking Super Bowl. Jerry Barca has never been more wrong about anything ever. Pete Carroll is a fucking... You know the, the fucking... The fake, uh, the fake punt or the fake uh, kick? Yeah. That was based... They knew they could do that because of all the fucking tape they watched. They knew one right tackle... He has a tendency to fucking to rush too fucking far. And it, the only reason they did it was because he was there, and it was by chance on the right side. So they knew they could fucking throw the goddamn play. It's crazy the amount of, the, the amount of shit they are able to do, the amount of plays they have. Well, it wouldn't be. I mean, it's crazy to you because you're a man who never prepares. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, you're shocked that they have already pre-written plays. Your your thing is just roll well, out, yeah, roll out, and one of you guys button hook, the other one post. Uh, then you go down to the fucking car, make a left, use the fucking bumper. I just don't want your stupid game to come between me and Pete Carroll. All right, fine, fine. You and Pete. Hey, how up. impressed are you? How big is it, win or lose, that this is Brady's sixth Super Bowl? Like at first. I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to see him lose again. But now I'm thinking, even going to six Super Bowls, will anyone ever do that again? I mean, you look, Aaron Rodgers can't get back to a second one. <laughs> I mean, it's really fucking hard to do. No it, no one's ever going to six Super Bowls again, Chris. How about luck? I think luck. No. Right? 
He will not have the career. Luck will be lucky if he gets to two Super Bowls in his career. Payton's what got to three. And by the way, now looking at Luck and knowing that he's going to be the highest paid person in the league, I don't think he's over any fucking hump. I think he looked like he's been measured and came up short. He did not have a fucking great season this year either. Uh, he fell apart the last month. In December it was a bad December for Andrew Luck. He got a long December, long and your name is Andrew Luck. But you know, we sit around, we talk. You know, it's a team sport. But how many teams has Brady fucking played on, and took six of them to the Super Bowl? It's pretty ridiculous. How many different fucking dudes on his back? On his beautiful fucking blonde back. I know we ain't picking fucking prime patriots. Oh, that'll be foe for foe. <laughs> I don't know. Him, Gronk. But is there anything more impressive than that? Made it to six Super Bowls? Going to six? If he loses this one, he's three for three. That makes it seem kind of shitty. But just because it's three and three, uh, it's like it's 50%, but it's 50% off six Super Bowls. Where do you Bowls. put fucking Elway? He went two for five, and he's still considered... You know, like, when he says something, the whole fucking league listens. You know? I mean, he's one of the most respective cats out there. Yeah. And he ended and he ended high. You know, he ended on the fucking two wins. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Which is which always helps. But now Brady's going to more than Elway. That's crazy. Let me put it this way. He's going to six times more Super Bowls than Dan Marino. Oh. That's... And you're going to judge Brady? Judge your fucking self. You're not even going to a Brooklyn Nets game. No, it's... And there's nothing you can do about it. Fez told you today, he's never paying off that bet. Or any of the other dinner bets. You know what? I didn't even ask to go to a game. I just asked to go to the All-Star game. Just to watch the fucking dunk contest. You're not going. I know. No more beating around the fucking... Uh, I don't know what you're beating around. Bushes, I guess? Cox, I don't... Anything to bring up your gay fucking slurs, Chris. Well, that's supposed to be a gay slur. It was just it was slang for a penis. Mm. Now he, uh, Brady becomes the goat with the fourth win. How are you a goat if you get fourth greatest wins? of all time for the fourth Super Bowl and going to six? I thought the goat was like the bad person in the game. It could be used both. I've heard used definitely used uh, used it both ways. Goat for staying for greatest of all time, or goat like he's the goat. He fucking you're going to give his four and two better than Joe Montana's four and out because yeah. I don't. I give it to Brady if he f is able to take it. And he'll come back. Some people say he wins, he retires. He definitely no. doesn't retire. No There's fucking no way. no fucking way that man wants to retire. Fuck no. Belichick go for Him seven. Him or Belichick. Yeah, Neither oh, one no. of them. No. Uh, so I'm reading this I'm like, these people are idiots. Fucking walking to the sunset. Hell no. He wants more. No he gets a fucking Super Bowl? That's like bloodlust. It's like, oh my God, I want this again. Because then he'll know if I, get this, if I get to the fifth time and he can get to it another time. He gets a fucking fifth Super Bowl, and then he'll solidify the greatest of all time. Then he really becomes it. Let's face it. Seven Super Bowls? We don't blame age on anybody. You know what I mean? Like, no one's mad at Muhammad Ali that he stuck around too long. Joe Lewis for sticking around too long. Everybody sticks around too long. Everybody. And Brady's still doing it with not the best receivers. Like, he, you know, it ain't fucking Randy Moss out there no? with him. I mean, he's got Gronk, and he's fucking Gronk's healthy, and he's a fucking so freak how many show. times did you throw to Gronk the other day? Three? Yeah. Yeah. And, they, and, they, and their fucking lead running, uh, running pack is fucking blunt, who they picked up off the Steelers, because the Steelers dropped him for fucking walking out, which are is you, crazy. Uh, are you giving a go to Belichick? Yeah. 
greatest coach of all time. For what he's if if who's, they, your, who's your second greatest coach? He's gonna say Lombardi, right? I mean, they fucking named the trophy after him. So that's because he was there. I mean, you fucking Elvis was there early too. Mangini. You really don't know your football, do you? You put no. on that fucking hat, you just start acting like a longshoreman. You don't give a shit what anybody has to say. You don't give a fuck about two fucks. I care. But there are a lot of haters out there. They hate us because they ain't us. I told you that earlier. <laughs> fucking love they that. They hate shit. us because they ain't us. The margaritas are gay. You think? Depends on where you're drinking them. There was a fucking bit when they put a umbrella in a margarita, and I said, I don't think that's happened in history, in human history. You know, you put an umbrella in a boat drink, not in a fucking Mexican drink. Oh, yeah, margarita. You just put, you get some fucking uh, some sugar on that li- rim, lip, right? Is that the word I'm looking for? Anytime I drink a margarita, I say, you guys get any Buffett? I slap some fucking Buffett down. What are you talking about? Fins? Son of a son of a sailor? You know you're fucking Buffett, my friend. You know you're Buffett. I've come to, you know, I've come to know Buffett. I bet you have come. What? <laughs> Definitely not in a homosexual way. Despite Prime Bone. I'm wondering if Fezzy's going to be into this today. Seem a little off today. I, I, yeah, I'm a little off, yeah. You were off yesterday, too. You want to go for 45? No. Slap it down on the fucking barrel head? What you got to lose, brother? I don't think I would be able to. I think you can. Yes, you can. What are we looking? 10 more, Chrissy? Yeah, 10. And then what? Then you're going to get fucking strong with everybody? <laughs> then we're going to go to break. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how you fucking line it up. No, no, 10 more minutes. Then break time. Okay. Then we come back. Come back from break. It's fun. All right. So you're not getting strong with everybody. No, I'm just, I'm just trying to celebrate, you know. With you, I never yeah. know whether it's fucking shit or shinola. You know? It's mostly shit. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. You don't gotta wonder. I'll just let you know. Have you seen the trailer for this new uh, giant debt movie, this Mordecai thing? Mm-hmm. It seems like it came out of nowhere. This 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 movie. Oh yeah. And just it, I have no idea what it's about. I I didn't even want to look it up. I watched Transient half of Transient last night. How'd you like it? I don't think I got to the bad part yet where everybody's hating it. Just seemed like a regular sci-fi. I think the thing about it is, is like they didn't need fucking to spend Johnny Depp money. They could have just grabbed someone else. You could have Potsy Weber in there and it would have been the same thing. I mean, how many times have we seen... It's Lawnmower Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll fucking... Also, you also hear that Black Hat was the first bo- apparently the first bomb in the season. That fucking no one wants to go see it. The hacker movie with Michael Mann. But Transcendence, I definitely want to watch it. I mean, I love shit like this. Giant mnemonic. Any sort of cyberpunk. It's usually yeah. done pretty badly. 
Yeah, like bad sci-fi, you'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got to figure out what's going on with this. What do you need, pal? I have no idea. Maybe just like a horse tranquilizer. No. What's that mean? Fucking PCP? Just something to knock me out. I have no idea. I'm going to tell you something about a horse tranquilizer. It don't knock you out. It makes you trip. I'll get That's you. what we used to call tick in my neighborhood. We did it. You'd be trippy and paralyzed at the same time. That's freaked out. It was fucking fun. <laughs> All <right>. shit. <laughs> we used to call it knick-knack. Because you know why? Why? You'd fucking see some guys, they just look like a knick-knack up on the fucking wall. <laughs> and then you go like this. And there was also a thing in my neighborhood of like somebody didn't answer you. go, what am I, a knick-knack? It would be, when somebody fucking said, what am I, a knick-knack? It was almost like a fight was about to fucking start. You guys were big into knick-knacks. Yeah, we didn't lay off the <laughs> knick-knacks. And then we'd go like this, too. Oh, knick-knack, eh? <laughs> and then, uh, hey, Nick, you got a knack? <laughs> But I'm saying to you, Fez, this is the fucking <laughs> shit I'm talking to you about. You know? It seems like something's going on with you you're not expressing. Over the weekend, you you were talking to me, you cried, and then you sound like a normal person. I think you need your daily cry. I think you need to come in here, tell Chris Stanley what happened to you, who bumped into you into the subway, whatever. Yeah. Have your daily cry, and then come in and do a show like a fucking, like a professional. Let me be your sounding board, Fez. You're a pro, right? Yeah. Show them all then. I can't. Why not? Show all I, these bastards. I can't even do 4.5 seconds. What are you talking about? You're Fez Watley, goddammit. You're Fez Watley. Is this something Chris did? No, I just came in really, really nervous again. You've come in really, really nervous for the last eight years. Just fucking see nervous as normal. I'm going to give you one soul pancake. Mm. Alright, if you had to stab Chris Stanley, mm -hmm. where in the body would you do it? I mean, you got to pierce it. Where? Does he twist it too? I would I would stab him in the gut. Why? Because I think I would have if I was trying to kill him. No, you're not. Oh, you're being forced to stab him. <laughs> oh, I thought soul I was trying pancake. to. No, soul pancake. You're trying to do the best you could for him. Good things. Yeah, it's odd that you take it bad. You know where I'd stab him at? Where? Brooklyn Nets game. The place he always wanted to go. Brooklyn never, Nets game. Never got to. How come you'll never pay off that bet, Fez? How come you refuse? I just hadn't gotten around to it. How many dinners, Joe? I believe 28. Do you want to go out tonight and for the next 28 days? Come on. <laughs> this is a 28-day splurge. Looks like the Portland Trailblazers are playing in Brooklyn on the 28th. That sounds like some sort of sign. Shelby, do you honestly think you would be going? <laughs> I was talking about Chris. This seems mm. like his destiny. Mm. Liar. 
Yeah. Liar, liar, pants on fire. That's a good one. And his nose? How long is it? <sighs> Telephone wire. Can't never remember that part. <laughs> He knows it's longer than a telephone wire. Chris, you locked up today, too? You all fucked up? <laughs> I feel pretty fucked up, but I'm loose. I'm getting, tra- I'm getting loosey-goosey. This Friday, uh, it's the Rain uh, Wilson Unmasked. Rain Wilson Unmasked. Uh, and it should be a hell of a lot of fun. I can't wait. You know, like... Um if I were to like join the force, the cops, I would want to be a detective. I wouldn't want to be just like a beat cop. Like if you, if I was for, if like I got conscripted into the NYPD, I would definitely, I would definitely aim to be a detective. They seem like they have. Yeah, but you've got to, you've got to be a beat cop before you get to be a Shit. detective. You got to be in uniform. Damn it! How long you think? It would depend, but you notice that you don't run into a lot of like fucking twenty-year-old detectives. That's a good point. Yeah, I told you when I was down doing the grand jury, the detectives were so fucking smart, and they had everything done before they came in. They're like, not only did I make the collar, but the guy admitted it, and here's all our stuff. And and I'm like, man, these guys are fucking together. But a lot of the patrol guys. Hmm. They struggled. Some of them were smart, but some of them were way dumb. One of them struggled with the English language. Really? Yeah. Uh, I guess they just had them working in a Latin neighborhood where it was healthy. But, you know, to come into the grand jury and sit and have broken English about what happened. That's not good. That's not a good look. He came. He said to me, you back out. I said, no, you back out. Now you're going to die. For what you we're like, what? We're all leaning in, we're like, what? I, I execute you. <laughs> Are you made to murder? I stick that gun up his ass. <laughs> click, click, click. <laughs> you can always love the Jesus. No I can't what. picture you being a fucking detective. Me neither, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> it seems like they're um, really pretty badass. Captain? Detective Sloppy's here to see you. Come on, Stanley. I know, but they're gonna call you that. Bull, I'll be pissed at the guys in the fucking the police house. You will still, on your report, you'll still figure out how to spill ink on it. <laughs> Stanley, using feathered fucking pens again. You ought to do a fucking. I'm telling you this. Um, this new Rain Wilson show. He plays a character named Bumfuck. Backstrom. 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 And he's like the Chris Stanley. He's a misogynist, racist, <laughs> alcoholic, addicted. This is the show for me. But he just, he almost like figures out crimes on a subconscious basis. Like he don't even know how he's doing it. Wow. He's like a robot. No, nothing like a robot. Oh. Like a person who just, his hunches are so powerful. It's like an extra sense. Yeah. He's like a gypsy. Fez, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you sit down when you piss? Be honest. Tell me. Yes. Do you really? Most of the time, yes. Why? Um, it just feels like a... My pisses are so long, it feels... It, it's like oh, taking a load it, off. Oh, like taking a shit. Oh, come on. But is that from your medication? 
Yeah. You have really long pisses because of it. Yeah. Does that make you drink a lot of water? Because I never see you drinking a lot of beverages in here. No, I drink, yeah, I drink a lot of water at home. Why don't you drink a lot of water here? Because then I'll have to go take a really long piss. Oh, and you don't want everybody to see you? And then that, you know, and then that's hard to do in the public bathroom here sometimes. Yeah, it's really difficult. Uh, can you hold that thought, Fess? If you're not going to hold that piss, and let me throw it to break because I got a break here, Chris. Yeah, we got a break. Uh, when we get back, maybe some special guests with us. I'm not sure. Maybe some longtime listeners who were supposed to be stopping in today. We'll be right back. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel 99. That's called the Ron and Fez Show team. Fezzy, you said you had a beef with... uh, You told me you had a beef with Chris. Well, yeah. Uh, Hold on. I would not let him say it to you off the air, Chris. Okay. okay. Because I wanted them to say it on the air. Well, I don't understand why, I guess, during the commercial break, I'm hearing you talking about shit to me about Ronnie about booking. Yeah, but that's not the big part. Tell the big part. No, because I, I don't understand why that comes up when I kept my mouth shut about what a disaster you were before the unmask we just cut. How what kind of a disaster what was I? Um, I'm trying to get the crowd warmed up, and all of a sudden you're you're unnecessarily moving a whole row of people out. A, I moved two people. B, because you said Rain's people, I need two seats. I went in the booth. I brought Rain's guy in the booth with me. You saw me with him, and I said, I need two seats in here. When have we ever put the guests, uh, friends, or uh, representation in the studio? When they've asked. It's happened. Yes, they didn't ask. Well, maybe you said, I need two seats in the booth. I did say that, and you're moving a whole row of people. Two people, two then, people in the back. Then, for some reason, after all the unmasks we've done, you can't figure out where I sit so that I'm in the line of sight where I need to be. Well, and you- yet, I get, a, I get yet another chair. Down in the middle of the row. I apologize for that one, Fez. But I, I you know what? I was, I wasn't going to say anything. I would have said something to you later on. Mm. But since we're talking shit behind people's back, I'll go ahead and do it to your face. I said on the air. It's up behind your back. I think, uh, I think it's good to get stuff out. So the room didn't get warmed up because they did seem kind of the, the no. The warm up was a disaster. Because we were still unnecessarily moving people, and I would have... That was a 20-second instance that I moved two people and told them to sit back down. I would have got in the middle of the warm-up. I would have gone and sat in my regular seat, but then that would have required moving yet another person. And 
Ron and the guests, Rain Wilson, were coming around the corner. We were. There was, I mean... It was to, Bedlam. It was, um, we was probably had 15 <laughs> seconds, out, you know, out of that 20 second that you're talking about. Well, then I apologize for asking two people to sit, stand up and then sit back down. You were moving them. There was you no setting them as up and yeah, standing and them before, back down. Before they moved, you told me. I had me, to stop you. Well, that's you had good. Them you going talked down to me and told me to stop it. Thank you. Then you did the right thing. Am I crazy by saying that a load boy shouldn't even be involved with a mess? <laughs> well, I was supposed to have Vito help me, but he disappeared. Where's Vito? Vito's on the phones right now. Snake Sarabeth had to uh, jump onto another show. Man, she just runs around doing shows, huh? Sounds like it, yeah. So Vito, yeah, he's working the phones this this right this moment. So you said to him, "I need two seats." He thought that you meant seats in the in, in, the, audience, in the audience. Um, I said it in the booth. I had the person with me in the booth. I pointed at the seats in the booth. I said in the booth. Then I must have not heard it. I jumped the gun. And I because, apologize. yeah, because it's so different every time. It is so different every time. Steven, you're on the Ryan Fez show. Hello, Ron. I just wanted to mention uh, something. At, at the same time you hear Fez uh, freezing up all throughout the show, yeah. you can also almost hear Chris ignoring him. I noticed that. Um, Okay. And I definitely noticed that. Also, um, he's quite imposing. Right. Uh, Physically okay. and mentally. Right. Right. And yeah. if you look back to Davey Mac, I know people bring this up, but he interacted with Fez. He I know he did. He loved Fez, and Fez didn't love him back. Fez did love Pepper until this thing. Yeah, I, and I was just going to take this you know, up to the office later on. And said, "Here's what. Here's where we could be better next time." Well, now but I know. Since I'm, I'm finding out about the shit that's being said about me while but, I'm not around. But I'm glad to hear these things. I know? was surprised that I talked to Fez. You're going to email Ron about those things, and then I, I thought you were. So then, when no, I you didn't you, say that. You said you, you said talk to him about it. You haven't quite let go of the booking, right? Basically, Chris, yeah. well, I, I that, see. You need to. And Fez, when it's the booking, you tell me way too much. All I need to know is the name and the open date. Okay. And to see who else we have there. I don't need to know everything that they got planned and what they don't got planned. That makes me start to hate them when I start to hear <laughs> too much. You know what I mean? Like if someone starts to say, oh, can I, Chris Stanley would like to do your show. Chris is from Astoria. Um, he really he does two different podcasts, one with Davey Mack and the other with some boyfriend. By the time you start to hear that, I'm like, I hate that fucking dude because it's not it's not like homework. I just need to hear Chris Stanley and then I could go yes or no. Cool. But you, Chris, let's face it. He fucked up on mass, I guess. Even though, I gotta tell you, I thought he was very interested. I thought Rain Wilson was fascinating, and he told me he never had so much fun. But the warm up and the shit with the seats went bad. Yeah. I, I can see where Fez is coming from. The whole day's ruined. Chris, you're on the run of Fez show. No, the warm up got ruined, but you obviously don't care oh. about the show. Ob yeah, yeah, I don't care about the show. It seems Fuck like you don't. That's Thank insane. you. Thank you for admitting it. Go ahead, Chris. And, Sarcasm. And, and Ronnie B, I don't know what 
Chris uh, Stanley mentioned him in Coughling a while ago. I'd advise nobody to sell this guy any dope. Don't send him any dope. He's a fucking narc. You are a fucking narc, dude. Bullshit. I keep my mouth shut. Yeah, but a lot of times... Why, you just did it to me! Yeah, it's true. (laughs) But you said... No, let me tell you what happened. He goes... I said to him... So we had a couple minutes. I go, where's the booking sheet? I haven't heard any of the booking names. And I'm not even hearing any of the... You know, you're giving me the standard regular comics dropping in, but I'm not getting the big celebrity names. And Chris said... I don't know. Uh, Fez has had the names for a while. He just won't tell you yet. Something along the mind. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, no, that's it. It's fairly close to that. Like, I don't know why, because I'm like, give me the fucking names. What am I waiting for? Because you know what I mean? I like, you know what I mean? I like, I'm like a go, go, gopher. You know what I mean? Sure. I want to go, go, go. Sure. All right, let's bring in your two friends and we can finish this up. But, what? Ow. You're back again? You guys picked a bad day to be here because Fez and Chris aren't getting along very well. Uh, Hospice here and Mikey D is here. Hey. Uh, Eric in Florida, you're on the run of Fez show. Yes, hello. Pepper and Fez sound like an old Jewish couple that just bitch at each other all day long. Can't agree with nothing. That is true. You guys are, it's like you've given up Christ and you're just the Old Testament with you two guys. We're kvetching. Is it easier if you both admit that you made a giant mistake and apologize to each other and go on from there? I I could do that. I can move on. No, because I don't think it was nice what he did. What did he do that was so unnice? Um, I'm not talking about the times when he fucks up, but he feels free to bring up my fuck-ups. I don't think that you fucked up. I think that you just didn't tell me. Oh, by the way, what was the thing I've been asking for days for somebody to remind me of? I have that here. What is it? It was um, from the Z-Man. Oh, okay, so that's an after-the-show thing. Yeah. I forgot to tell you this, though. I have a fucking... I've never had this situation before in my life. I'm watching Saturday Night Live... And they tell me a guy I know is dead. Basically, I'm watching Saturday Night Live, and they pointed out that Bud Paxton had died. Really? And that's a guy that used to fly me and Fez around in a private jet down in Florida. Used to He started the Home Shopping Network. And I'm like, wait. And I had to jump up and look it up. It was the strangest fucking feeling. Can you imagine that? That is very weird. Then I got in touch with his family, and I heard the weirdest kind of like spiritual story. What happened? His last words, they felt like he was coming in and out of death, and his last words is, Fez is next. (laughs) (laughs) That's not great last words for anyone to have. I'm just saying what he said. I I think he was probably wrong. It's probably delusional. I hope so. All right, so Chris, do you feel like you were the wrong person here, or... I think Fez is just is getting is overreacting, but I'll apologize. I've noticed that Hosp looks like a sports guy in the Midwest. He looks like <laughs> he could be like the play-by-play guy for the Kansas City Royals. Well, I think it is time for me to get out of New York, so I'll take all offers. But you got the jacket. You've changed the way you comb your hair. Uh, you got the thing around your neck, and you just got a, a play-by-play look about you. Uh, Mikey D, on the other hand, dirtbag look. 
what's, I was told. <laughs> what's the Long Island band that for that was going to be his biggest sister, but they weren't? All of them. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like Rat... Rat Race Choir. No. Is it like Rat Dog or Rat, rat Tail dog. or something fucking crazy? You know what I'm talking about, right, Chris? I think it's Rat Dog. Rat Dog. Are we sure? Fever Dog. Any of those. That's going to have rat in it. Uh, I might be wrong about the Rat Dog thing. No, Rat Dog is a uh, Grateful Dead side band, so it's oh, not Rat okay, Dog. Okay, so that's not the band I'm looking for. Anybody in Long Island would know this band, though. But uh, what made you guys both want to come in today? Oh, I figured if I was going to go see Rain Wilson today. and How'd you enjoy the Rain Wilson? Great. We, you, and you felt the same way? Oh, yeah. It, it took a while, but I think most of the actors you do Unmasked with... They're, they're not the same as comics, Yeah, are comics they? are yeah. looking for the joke as yeah. soon as they get there. He was feeling us all out and was waiting for a response. He said, he said to me on the way down, he goes, this is very strange. You know? It's deep. You know, it is deep, you know? Uh, but, yeah, it was pretty good. Now, uh, Chris. Yes. You, on the other hand... <laughs> We found out that you did a lot of things before the unmasked that fucked up. But while we were in there, did you notice that it seemed weird or bad? No, it just no, played at yeah. all. They were in the row that was being moved at the well, as oh, Warren yeah. Wilson's we were, coming around yeah. the corner. You were being moved we from where to where? Uh, we were going to go in the booth for then, his people, for his people, for yeah. Rain's people. And so then, yeah. the mistake that we found out is that they, they were supposed to go in the booth. Yes, the, his range. Because people. I was even in the green room, mm -hmm. and they said, uh, "Spencer said to them, oh, no, you'll be able to sit in the booth.'" And then he said, "Rain said, hey, can he get in and out of the booth if he needs to make calls?" And, and Spencer, I had a, yeah, and I had assured him that he would be able to do that. Well, you weren't in there. I was in there with Spencer. I don't know what the... F oh, you mean he asked you later? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then, Pepper, I'm not saying that you were drunk. Oh, yeah. But on some kind of drug or whatever, you you decided to make a whole new fucking move. Cause I mean, yeah, I misheard Fez. I thought he yeah. said he need, they, he, Rain's people need to sit in the, stu in the studio, in the fishbowl. You got to get it right, though. I know. And those things the good rats, the good, the good rats, rats. Everybody's okay. calling me with it. The good rats, Jerry. The good rats, and I call them Rat Dog. Thank you so much. How would Jay in Tampa know the good rats? Uh, I grew up on Long Island, Ronnie B. How's it going, brother? This band, you know what I'm talking the about, good right? Rats. Yeah, sure. They yeah. Yep. should have, could have, have been as big as anybody. Yep. I like to call them the Stranger of Long Island, <laughs> the Stranger Boys of Long Island. But you never know. Well, this so, could be a Ramones look, too, you know? They used to wear... Not the Santa... Uh, yeah, the corporate yeah, Macy's yeah, Santa pins. Uh, yeah, I don't think... <laughs> the Santa pins. The thing about the Ramones is no one will ever think of you as a Ramones fan because of the hair. Your yeah, hair well, says metal. Yeah, that's true. Your hair definitely says metal. That is true. Now, Fez... Why... I don't know that you had a beef with the Hosp and then Mikey D came in? Yeah, well, Hosp, of course. I'm surprised he's in the studio and not trying to jump in an elevator with Rain Wilson as we speak. Oh, is that what happened there? <laughs> that oh, was a Jesus. previous Unmasked where I hadn't come out yet. Bruce Valanche okay, was the very special okay. guest. Now, that's a lot of years now that you've had. <laughs> it on feels like yesterday. It's got to be at least three? At Probably. Least three. I mean, I was still on runfez.net at that point, so it could even be longer than that. So. 
And I finally had a chance to talk to Bruce Valance, someone who's out, he's in show business, he's gay, he embraces being gay, still struggling very, very much at that point. And uh, I went to escort Mr. Valanche down to the main lobby. Bruce Valanche? Bruce Valanche. From Hollywood Squares, writes every Academy Awards that there's ever been. And Hosp has to show him some goofy t-shirt that he's wearing, thinking Bruce Valanche, who has the largest collection of goofy t-shirts in all of Hollywood, would be impressed with this. Well, I number one, it was the elevator that everybody was going downstairs on. Uh, That's true. Number two, he asked me about my shirt. And we had the conversation on the ride down, and if I remember right... You're a guest hog. You were about <laughs> two and a half hours at Bruce Valanche's feet following him around. I'm not saying... You're like a fucking dog, uh, right? A little bit. Uh, it's my job to be with the guests. I understand that, but you had the time. I wasn't even trying anything to, except to leave the building, and Mr. Valanche started oh, a conversation you piled yourself right in the elevator with him. If it was so crowded, why'd you get in? I was supposed to be with him. I don't have a fear well, of elevators. What would have changed your life, though? Would you have We'll now... never know. But also, on that Unmasked, which I'm sure people can find somewhere. Yeah. Well, Bennington interviews. There on demand on Sirius XM. What? There was a moment where you stood in the back, and it, it was a very strong moment for you, and asked about how, in this day and age, someone who's struggling can come out. And Bruce Valanche gave the answer that it's a completely different time. Anybody who's struggling, it's it's kind of weird. It's a personal journey, but it's so, the easiest time to be gay is probably right now. ABC Family showing gay shows, so they're not afraid of it. It has got a point there, Fuzz. That blocking. has nothing, yes, that has nothing to do with the cock block. No. I, all right, you were after Bruce's Bruce cock, Lash. or you were trying to put your cock into Bruce? <laughs> Who knows what would have happened. That's right. But I wasn't trying. I got on an elevator, and a celebrity st- struck up a conversation with me over a similar interest. I don't know what I did wrong. Well, He does have a point, Fuzzy. I don't think he has a point. He bullied his way in there. So That's a cock block. That's you, a cock block. And I have never forgotten it. What's it going to take for you to put this thing in the past? I was expecting you to get up during the Unmasked today and just interrupt Ron and start asking Rain questions. That's never been me. I'm not that person. No one is that person. That would be the strangest <laughs> thing ever. Marky's a little bit. Oh, I wouldn't do that. You just start banging on tables and screaming. That's all. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's fixed. So you're fixed. I'm, with, I'm glad we finally got this behind us. You're fixed with Chris? Good. That's why you fucked up your your thing, your warm up. I didn't fuck it up. The time, the very little time I had to do it was taken up by row moving. It's just two people. It's not a whole row. <laughs> row from Long Island moved. <laughs> now she's row from Connecticut. Oh, so this has been a bad day for you, Fetch. Uh, it's been an awful day. You see, I I'm glad the unmask went very very well. Despite uh, Chris's uh, uh, attempts to sabotage it at the beginning. (laughs) Why would I I ever try to sabotage the show? I didn't realize they were still the bad blood until... Oh, it's it's become very bad, Hosp. Very quickly. What, with you and the emails? No, me and Fez. Oh, all right. I'm in us, but me and Fez. The thing is, is everybody's friends. That's the important thing. I thought we were. 
All right, here's you got Mikey D, which obviously you and Mikey have been a. You were best friends at one point. We never were best friends. Good friends. No. Acquaintances. <laughs> I knew who he was. He gave me rides to work. Ah. Uh, we did a lot more than that, but. It was fun. It's a new year. I'm surprised you weren't drunk and yelling out uh, names yeah. during the unmask like you were at the last one I saw you at. Well, it's. With Jim Florentine. Controlled uh, environment. So, didn't have time to drink yet. Hosp was buying me drinks the last time. And then Don't you rats, lie. And then you rat me out. I'm cheap. I've never bought anybody a drink. Bold face line. And then he rats me out. So you see it? I, so I want you to rank everybody right here. It's Chris, <laughs> Hosp, and Mikey D. And how am I ranking them? From favorite to least favorite. Oh, God. Everyone comes in at third. So you got to rank no, properly. No, come on. Seriously. It's Lifeboat. Let's just do lifeboat. Which would you throw off? <laughs> Slightly <laughs> smaller lifeboat. Into a fiery wow. sea. A fiery sea. Oh my god. A fiery sea. Like hell. Yeah. I would love everyone to be drowning in flames right now. Come wow. on, you gotta fucking make the game work, Fizz. All right, if I'm throwing one off, it's Mikey D. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, yes. There we go. Yes. Be it us. Be it us, but it's together. Okay. Uh, we've just been told you gotta throw one person, more person oh, off. Come on. <laughs> Then it'll be Hosp. Oh, yes! So, Fox. so, Chris is your favorite. That's your way. That's his way of apologizing. I'm you, not Chris. apologizing. Uh, no, I, I apology accepted. Apology accepted. Uh, Fez, I gave you the bookings because you had trouble with what? I forget. What did I? Not because oh, setup. The setup stuff we gave to Chris of yours, and something else that we gave to Chris of yours. What was it, Chris? I know I took, some other responsibility. Yeah, I know you're load boy for Shelby. <laughs> I'm a load boy, and Shelby's basically doing nothing now. He's running board right now. Yeah, but I mean after the show. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's doing. He's got zero responsibilities. <laughs> he's looking at prep at times. Um. All right. So you apologize to Chris? Never. Um. I'm burning. Yeah, you're the first burning. I'm the first one. What's your biggest beef with Mikey Day? Um, I really don't like how he tries to paint me as a bad guy. You're coming off great today. You seem like Mr. <laughs> Sweetheart. Yeah. Um, I, I was kidding. I don't care for Mikey. I don't want to hang out with him. And yet he heard Hosp was coming in, so he had to immediately try to glom onto that invitation. I agree with that. Uh, I haven't heard the word glom since sixth grade. <laughs> I did not know adults said it. I went through the proper channels. I didn't ask anyone. I went through Twitter. He has his papers. He was only following orders. So. I had no idea about Hosp. I'm not talking about the unmask. I'm talking about the fact that you're in the studio right now. You know it annoys me to, uh, to see you, so I don't know why you want to keep shoving it in my face. I just want to say hello to my friends, Chris, Ron. Hey, man. You? What's up? Hey, buddy. What's up? That's done. <laughs> What's up, diggity? What's up? Hey, did you hear? Uh, Chris says some shit about Fez being afraid to fucking give me guest names. And for some reason, I'm hearing celebrities. I'm getting a lot of open micers from fucking different clubs around town. He's glomming those names. You alright? I'm fine. Okay, Hoss. No, no. You're running with me, buddy. Why not? I was looking forward to having my time, but you know, you had to be here too. Ah, eh, you know. Hey. 
Well, what, what do no. you feel like you're not getting in your time? I know. It, kind it, of a Bruce Valanche moment for you, huh? He's like this. Two out uh, in the eighth inning. Royals down by two. <laughs> Drink RC Cola. That's pretty good. You know, if you get rid of somebody on your team, I'm always uh, available. Brendan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey. It says, if you were a closeted homosexual at the time, why would Hoff think that you were going to start like, have this gay revelation in the in the elevator in public? He brought it up. I, it be, there's a difference between talking to somebody you think you connect with in an elevator and and before I broadcasted it to across North America. So but how was Hoff supposed to know that you were going to be connecting with him? It doesn't make any sense. He brought it up how I was talking to him during the Unmaster in the Q&A part. Yes, and then in the elevator, me and Bruce Valanche connected over T-shirts, and we talked about that for 90 oh, seconds. Oh, you annoyed the hell out of that poor oh, man. Oh, yeah, I threw it to you, right, to say, oh, we yeah. have some yeah. questions. And you talked about coming out, and he says, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe he was looking to me as an out because the conversation over T-shirts... The man couldn't impress himself more up against the elevator wall as you came after him. It just has nothing to do with hospitals, and you know it. Thank what you, does that have to do with them, Brendan? I just don't understand why you'd be blaming Hoff for this one instance in an elevator. I mean, how long could that have possibly been? Seconds in an elevator? And he's furious with him? Yeah, I don't know what would happen in that elevator either. I'm an easy scapegoat. Uh, Scott in West Palm. Gentlemen, I listened to your show when it was in Florida. I loved it. Uh, I started to listen to you again when you came on to Raw Dog. I, 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 and I just had to call. This is the first time I've ever called a radio show of any kind whatsoever. And says you have turned from a gregarious, fun-loving asset to the show to a whining, sarcastic bitch. Jesus, you're bringing the show down into the depths of despair and depression. Get and your shit together, man. You get your shit together. Took you this long to call. Get your shit together. Comes up with an olive branch to you, tries to make up, tries to offer you suggestions and help, you bite their head off. You give them a sarcastic answer. Get your shit together. You're bringing this show down, man. You are bringing it down. Well, you can repeat yourself all you want. Thank you. Now, he is right about something. In the old days, Fez, would you ever have had all these fights going? Yeah, I still would have been pissed, yes. But you never had all these fights going. You used to come in and try to think of silly, funny things to do. Yeah. What's your last silly, funny thing to do? Um, I guess it was at the Robert Kelly Unmasked. On the radio show. But that would be, I guess, the hypnotism show from Washington. Okay, which one, was the last time that, it even including those things, it was your idea to do something? Oh, I, I don't, I don't know. It's been a long time. I like one thing you said today. Your wrestler name, Big Fez Watley. <laughs> I thought that that I think was, it says it all. I think that was witty. I thought that was creative. Um, here's um. Here's Mike and Philly. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, I just wanted to stand up for Fez and say, I love you, Fez. Mikey D and Hoff seem like a bunch of pricks, and I think you should beat off all over them. I wouldn't give him the satisfaction of enjoying my jizz. <laughs> well, I love you, Fez. Stay strong, brother. I'm so uncomfortable right now. I bet you it'd be sweet. 
What? Was that a diabetes joke? No, that's not no, a diabetes joke. Uh, John, John, you're on the run of Fez show. You know, uh, I enjoyed Fezzy's story there about Bruce for Lance, but didn't we find out the truth later on that he actually came off kind of stalkerish to Bruce for Lance and made him feel really uncomfortable? I don't know how I could have. I wasn't able to talk to him in the elevator. So I don't I know how, how, I, how, I, how I could have done that. I think that's why you were taking off booking before, wasn't it? Yeah. The booking thing has to come in faster, Fess. I'll get quicker at it. I'm available 24 hours a day. I don't know why, but everybody wants to wait to talk to me after the show. And they're like, I've saved this. And I'm like, well, I've got a phone. i got a computer. You can get in touch with me. I don't have to hear all these things at the same Is it? Do I seem like the kind of guy that you're nervous to disturb at home? I send, text? I send emails. Here's the time. thing. You, you always email me even when you're drinking. Yes, <laughs> like a lot of time. Um, that oh, okay. I'll just get it. I'll, I'll go back and find this. This came to Chris for me. All right, this is Friday night. Oh no, three o'clock in the morning. It simply says, "When your mouth is getting dry, you plenty high." That's all I got. And I'm laying in bed, and I hear the thing, and I just look at it, and I go, well, that is true. Oh. That is true. That's... When your mouth is getting high, you're plenty high. I feel bad about that. All right, we're going to wrap this one up. Went a little long today. I'm glad to see that you remade Friends. I have not. Feels good. It's a new year. I thought that you guys were going to come in here like buzz cells after Fez, but you you just want to come in to be buds today. Oh, of course. I didn't uh, think there was still issues, and I didn't know what they were. I forgot the hosp the fucking Bruce Valanche. Yeah, the the hosp Bruce Valanche thing. I forgot haven't. it completely. And when you were bringing it back, I'm like, oh my! It was almost like someone brought up like a high school thing that went on. <laughs> like, remember that time in high school when you threw paint on? You're like, did I? Was it somebody else? Well, it was good seeing you guys. It was great seeing you, dude. Well worth a day off from work. It is nice to take a day off from work, huh? That's Chris's thing. (laughs) You know, doesn't hurt. What he likes to do is uh, put his sunglasses down and go on vacation. All right, that's it for us. We got anything we need to plug? Rain Wilson, I'm Matthew. We'll hear that yeah. this Friday at 2 p.m. on the Run and Fed Show. Okay. Peace. And that's the end of my show. Dog. I love to watch things on TV. to the Ron and Fez show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.